So we've been friends uh, since the sixth grade. You whore, you kissed at sixth grade. I know, what the fuck? <laughs> I used to be so bad with women. Any publicity is culture. good publicity. Let me just tell you I mean, that. Thank you, Kanye. Like, love you. I actually love Kanye because he's just like bold and himself, yeah. and he'll just just say whatever he wants. Here, I want you to agree with me and just like let me vent. But then I always had boyfriends that would just like give me their like two cents and like play devil's advocate. And I'm like, fuck those fuck boyfriends. Up. I'm like, no. So I work for a nonprofit. So I help foster kids find their forever home or like get reunited with That's their family. Cool. So it's like such like a different avenue that I'm going in. And right now I'm in the training process and the training is two months. Like it's fucking nuts because of all the material I need to read. But it's like, I'm learning like legal stuff. So I'm gonna feel like a lawyer at this point. And so what I do is I write the case files for the kids and I like find like their uh, CASA guardian, like um, it's guardian at litem. So like, if a kid goes into like foster care and stuff like that, they obviously have a court case. And so they need a representative to speak for them and advocate for them. So it's called guardian at litem, we call it gal. And so they, we assign them that and the gal like comes to me and I write the court case for them, get all the information and I send that to the judge and that's the only thing the judge knows about the case. And so it's like super important that I get like all the details, all right? the fucking details so they can be placed in the correct spot. Like, okay, yeah, like, their parents have been going through these resources and, like, fixing their shit and, like, you know, they deserve, like, they're going to be with their parents again or, like, we find them an adoptive home or find them the right, like, guardianship and stuff. So it's really rewarding. It's a lot. But also what's really nice about it is I only have to be in the office one day a week. Wow. But I'm, like, remote. So I can be, like, if I'm, like, hungover, I can just be in bed just, does, like, doing all that. Does the, does gal have a gala? No. They should because that's a really good name. For I know, and it's exactly <laughs> the gal gala. Like no, what? literally, that's so smart because like we're a nonprofit, so like yeah, we only get most... we get paid by like the grants and like by state, but it's so solid and stuff, and we get so much money from it. Where like they pay for our entire like health benefits, and like I have a good salary now, but like every year you get a three percent raise, and like All my right. friend started a year and a half ago. Now she's like a huge like head supervisor. Now she makes sixty grand. So it's like slowly you make, you keep making more and stuff like that. But like, I'm not even in it for the money or anything. It's just like rewarding and like helping those that like can't help themselves. Yeah. You know, it's, I think it's so important and it's like so cool. And I, the fact that I like can be remote and just like be on my computer and they give you a computer. I have my own office. Like it's, it's so cool. It's definitely different. (laughs) Also with, sorry. No, go ahead. Go for it. Uh, also, <laughs> with charities or with nonprofits, like you want to say you're like you're, you're not in for the money, but I still have to pay my bills, right? Like, right. So you have. To. So it is. It is a beautiful thing when you pay somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing in right. charity. Like you have to pay somebody. You to you do, have to like, not, exactly. What's so crazy though is like the gal people. They're all volunteers. So these mm. are people that are either retired or like just want to give back to the community, but like they put in like 40 to 50 hours a week. Like they like work hard, like they have to go check in on the child, they have to see them once a month by law, they have to see them, see them physically, talk to their foster parents, talk to the um, like actual parents and everything like they, and they have access, what's so crazy, because like there's HIPAA and stuff like that, because they're a gal and like they are connected to the child and on a case, 
they can go to like the parents like mental institute they can go to like the parents doctors and get all of their medical records oh, they can get everything they can get their criminal records they have that right and they can do the same with the kid to get as much information they want to build that case. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you need a clear picture if you're gonna. Right, and so like, if you go to them, like obviously, like if you go to a hospital and you're like, I need the medical records of this child, they'll be like, fuck off, like yeah. HIPAA, you know? All you have to do is call a lawyer, hey, I need you to go yell at these people. Lawyer will come right down and be like, it's by law, you have to give us this, like, and they'll give it to us. Damn. No, it's like, it's crazy, there's so much about it and I'm like still learning. And I'm like, there's so much I have to read. And I'm like such a note taker. I'm like a paper person. And like, I can't just read it because I'll forget it. So I'm over here like writing all this stuff down. My hand is cramping. And I'm like, oh my God, there's so much to learn. <laughs> <laughs> so much to learn. But it's so rewarding. It's so great. Wait, like, do I you still it. write? Uh, do you write like this? Yeah. I have, I don't write. I, I like, I realize all I do is type on my phone or I type on my computer. So if I'm and lazy, I'll, write, I'll type, but. When I write, it's so bad. And it's, my handwriting's it's, perfect, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like my handwriting, that's the one thing I do get compliments on. Everyone's like, your handwriting's so pretty. It's the one thing, you've never been complimented on anything else in your life, okay. just your handwriting. Ah, uh, you're get right. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, I get complimented <laughs> by like men that wanna get in my pants, and I'm like, yeah, but have you ever been? Have you ever been <laughs> complimented? Like, exactly. <laughs> have you ever been complimented on your bartending skills? I have. People See? actually will come up to me and be like, "I don't even want to order a drink. I just want to watch you because, like, the way you do it is so fun to watch." Dude, you're fast as fuck. I'm fast as fuck, but I like to be flair. So, like, I'll do like four bottles at one time or like pour it and go like this and like just be dramatic yes. with it. But at the same time, I'm having a good time because as a bartender, you're not just selling drinks, you're selling the experience, mm -hmm. right? So I'm over here like dancing along, selling the experience, like, hey, how are you? How's it going? And they just like eat it up. And what I've noticed too, and it's so sad, after I like left, like I'll recognize people downtown and stuff and people will be like, oh my God, I'm so sad you don't work at Roddy's anymore. You're my favorite bartender. You're the only one that I would go to because you were so nice. You asked how my night was. You were, even if you're in the shittiest mood and we knew it, you were so kind to us and you got our drinks in like two seconds. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's a hard thing because- uh, It's fun though. You meet so many I, people. I quit uh, the bar in December mm -hmm. and then I, like wanted to do full-time photo video and all this Good stuff. Good for you though, pursue but your dreams. It's, it was so, there's all these learning lessons, but one thing I learned is I can't just sit at home alone. Like it, it like I go nuts. No, I can't be alone either. I can't, I can't, I can't be alone. I, can't I be used alone. to be able to. I live to. alone and I'm like texting all my friends, I'm bored, I need to stay the night. Like I stayed the uh, night at my guy best friend's house last night and like it's strictly just friends, strictly friends. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want to be cuddled, like I just, and he's like, okay, fine, I'll cuddle you. I'm like, okay. Do you have a, <laughs> I can't be alone. Do you have this, uh, speaking of cuddling, I have some friends that I've cuddled and some friends that I've never cuddled. Like that we, we I've like never Like just strictly them. friends, just strictly so, friends. Uh, I, won't, I won't name anyone. I try my best not to name yeah, people. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, I get in trouble for this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> As he should. <laughs> but I have like a, a, a couple, a, I have three or four really solid girlfriends that I've never had sex with. Yeah. And one or two of them 
we we do not cuddle. That is not our vibe. That's not your and vibe. And one or two of them I have, and I'm like, yeah, what is that? I don't. It's I like don't, a comfort thing for me. But I'm like, why do I not want to cuddle that friend? And I do want to cuddle that friend. Right. I'm like, I'm unsure of like, why am I comfortable? I feel like here? for me, like the. The friend that I called to like go cuddle and everything, like we've been friends. He was actually, fun fact, my first kiss in the sixth grade. Oh. Um, so we've been friends oh. since the sixth you grade. You you kissed at sixth grade. I know, what the fuck? He was, <laughs> he was a whore. I remember, I remember. He, we planned it out. Like I remember this like day so fucking solid. We planned it out the night before, and we're texting, and he, and I'm like, okay, we have PE together at seventh period, and I was like, when we go change, you know, like, get dressed and go back to the buses and stuff. Um, I was like the. There's the um, doors that can lead out to like the yard and like the doors are right next to each other. I was like, just walk outside and we can like make out right there real quick and then go back inside. I remember I walked out, I'm shaking. I'm like this. And he's all like nice and calm and like sticking his tongue down my throat. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And it, that was my first kiss ever. And I'm like glad I'm still besties with him. What? And it's so crazy because he's neighbors with my aunt and uncle. And my aunt and uncle are best friends with his parents. Oh. And then his parents are friends with my dad because they're in like the Chevron business and they have their own um, like oil changing company on Garrity Boulevard in Nampa. And my dad and uncle and my dad's best friend all owned um, like car salesmen, like their own shops on that same road. So they would refer everybody to him. So we're all connected family-wise. Yeah. And so it's like, kind of cool. Do they secretly rude that you guys are gonna get together? They do, they do. <laughs> so like, I, we, and we're like, him and I are both are like, we're pretty well off. And um, we're very close with our parents and stuff like that. So like, he tells his parents like everything about me. I tell my parents everything about him. Like he FaceTimed me the other day. I'm like, dad, say hi to Austin. Like, you know, whatever. And like, we go to dinner with his parents. They always invite me over. Sure. Like we went to the rodeo. It's so funny. So I hadn't seen his mom since like sixth grade, right? And his mom is very quiet, doesn't talk to anyone. And I got her out of her shell. She's laughing left and right. I'm like, let's Hell go, yeah. you know? Yeah. And That's then so like feeling. we go to like the little like boutiques that they have set up at the rodeo. And she's like, oh my God, this hat is so cute. Oh my God, this shirt's so cute. She looks at Austin and goes, Austin, buy this for her right now. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, buy it for me. <laughs> and we like took a pig and it looked like a couple pick and he's like, oh my God. But what's so great because we're best friends and like just strictly friends and like nobody believes us. But I'm like, dude, I turn him down all the time. I know he wants to fuck me low key. But I won't do it. I, I, I just I want to be friends. I just want buds. I don't want to ruin that friendship. It's not low key anymore. You just named him. Yeah, sorry, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Austin. Love you. Love you. Um, no, yeah, of course he does. Yeah, no, he's great. He's great. We love each other definitely. But I don't think I could ever date him or like be with him. But he's just like my best friend. But yeah, no, we're like wingman for one another. So when we yeah. go downtown, so I got myself into some shit because. Um, we tell everyone that we're siblings because we kind of look alike. Sure. And um, I'm like, yeah, he's 14 months older than me. Like our parents got busy, you know? And like, so we were in the same grade and like everyone believes it. Everyone downtown thinks we're siblings. It's so funny, <laughs> but it's like, we can't just say we're best friends because when he's hitting on a girl and then a girl will see me, she's gonna get jealous. Yeah. She, I hate to say it, but it's, it's true and vice versa. And, um, I always have to say like I'm his sister, so it helps out. That would help. It helps. But, but what then about now I'm like texting this guy, like not I don't want to date him, like interested, just for fun, whatever. He straight up hung out with him today before I came here. He thinks we're siblings. And I had to play his fucking lie. I'm like, 
if this ever oh, no. escalated with us, you're gonna find out that he's then, not, yeah. he's just my best friend. And then he's gonna be pissed. He's like, you're and hiding it, something. <laughs> right, and it's so hard because it's like, Ooh. we're best friends, but it's like, me as a girlfriend, aside from like me and Austin, like me as a girlfriend, if my boyfriend has a girl best friend, <laughs> you're not fucking texting her. You're not hanging out with her. I don't care best friends or not. Like, oh. nobody's friends with friends. And I'm so hypocritical about that. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't be that way, but I'm like, legit with Austin, it's just buds. Like, Dude, it it's is so a, hard. It is a tricky bitch, because like, it's uh, so tricky. my my buddy uh, was dating this, uh, he, he had sex with this girl once, only once, and then they became like really close friends. Right. But every single girl he dates after her is so uncomfortable with her. And they are so platonic now. Yeah. But it like, but that was like the, the thing. So I get it, I get both sides. Mm -hmm. And it's like so hard because if you're not in that like friendship relationship, you don't get it and you yeah. won't get it, right? Like. Uh-huh. Well, it, my sister, so okay, rough. so my sister, is best friends uh, or like really close friends with this guy. They live together. Um, that he's dope. Uh, he's been on the podcast with Paul. He won't, they won't care if I name this. I always do this, <laughs> but uh, he uh, he definitely wants to have sex with Lindsay, and they right. made it a bit. Like oh. they do it like, and he's just like, you want to see my penis? She's like, no, no. you know, like, and you, so you it's can become be this bit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know that he's still like deep down. I'm like, he, like yeah, for sure. I want to be with if you. If she was like, like, let's fuck right now. He'd be like, yeah, let's go, baby. But <laughs> so, sit on me. so one of the things <laughs> I think about is like, okay, so when Lindsay would date somebody else, I don't actually think it matters if she had had sex with him or not. A guy's still gonna be jealous of that friendship. Yeah, no, it, it really is. Cause you're close with this, like somebody that's the opposite gender mm -hmm. of you. And it's like, I wish I had their relationship because no. it's like, Austin and I finish, finish one another's sentences. Like we get each other, like he'll say some stupid shit. Nobody thinks it's funny. I'm over here dying. Yeah. And he, we eat it up because he's like, thank you for thinking I'm funny. No. I'm like, you think I'm funny. So it's like, and we can be weird with one another and it's like, People that are dating him are going to be jealous of that. Like every mm -hmm. single one of his ex-girlfriends and every single one of my ex-boyfriends, super jealous. But what I do love about us is like we understand that. And so it's like if I'm dating somebody and like I can't hang out with them all the time or I, he knows like I can't text them, he like respects it. But then when he knows we're going to end up breaking up. And he's like, and then I hit him up. Rude. Hey. He's like, I'm like, I text him like, oh, hey, what are you doing? He goes, oh, you're single? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, you're single again? And he's like, love it. Like, I'm so glad we can be besties again. So right now we're, oh, yeah. Right now we're in this like single era. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be. Hashtag salute like. summer. By the way, no, we started. Literally, I, though. I didn't tell you this, but we have started. Oh, yes. I'm eating this up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always try to get everything ready. And right. then I like, cause it's, it's, it's easier than just being like, click it on. And right, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. So it's, oh, hi Austin, yeah. sorry I'm telling all the tea. <laughs> Mariah, <laughs> just letting go all the secrets. I know, I'm no. telling you guys secrets, it's so fun. No, like I told you, you can listen to the audio. Yeah, like, no, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. If I was dating somebody and, uh, or when I date somebody and they have strong females that I know they respect, Like, so if Austin brings a girlfriend around, which he's never have before, 
But I'm the type of, like, I'm going to make her feel comfortable. Yeah. And, like, be her friend, too. Like, I want to get to know you. Like, obviously, my best friend loves you. Like, why does he love you? I want to yeah. figure it out, too. Because I can love you, too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we can be friends. Like, we can be homies. Right. But it's, like, I've never been given that opportunity, which sucks. That does and it's, suck. like, and I try to give that opportunity to, like, my boyfriends that I have. And it's just, like, never happens. And I'm and just, like, it's tough. so unfortunate. And it's just, like, you just got to respect it. But we still love each other through it. And, like, yeah. Dude. Yeah. I, uh, so one of my best friends, her name is Ivy. I'm going to shout them out because they're dope. So love Ivy. Ivy. Ivy, we love you. Ivy and I have been such homies. Right. And, like, she used to bartend with me. And she's just, like, when she would tell other people about me, she's like, I don't get why girls are into Josh. Like, I do not find him attractive Because you just view him as, like, platonic, And right? I'm like, I don't really get why you guys are into, I, mean, I get it. But I've never, like, we've you never don't. been e- even remotely sexual. Like, that sexual we've tension's ne- not there. We've never kissed. We've never done right. anything. She's cute. I'm cute. Nothing's happened. But so many people. <laughs> just, I have a hole in my mouth. I just. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were just laughing at the fact I was cute. I was like, oh. I'm cute. <laughs> no, like, I'm like, I just, I spilled myself. I was like, oh, like, focus on that. So, so um, funny. But what's crazy is so, like, we have all our regulars, like, dude, you guys definitely have fucked. And we're like, no, we haven't. No, we're and, um, But what I love about Ivy and her boyfriend, Kevin, like, Kevin, it, there's zero jealousy. He's like, as soon as I, I, I hang out. That, and he's just like. He's, he's like, yeah, of course he doesn't fuck. Like, he's no threat. So when right. I see Kevin, he's dope. We laugh. I'm like, I don't think he views me as a threat. Because as he, he realizes though. I'm not. Like, and he is able to read that room, you know? Exactly. So and I think like, they do it really well. Because Ivy has a ton of dude friends. Like, right. And, and they're able to, like, figure that out. And he's just like, dude, I don't feel threatened. Like, I know that I'm Exactly. And so it, it takes a bit of trust. It takes does. a bit of like reading like energies like oh that 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 guy's safe this guy's not blah 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 exactly you know, so I feel like it's so hard too because it's like for me personally like I do have like my solid like five or six girlfriends that I'm like, yeah. super close with we get together at least like once a week hang out do whatever but it's like I do have like solid guy friends that are strictly friends and it's so hard because it's like when you get in a relationship you can't talk to them anymore because yeah. every person that I date and. My picker's off. I'll, I'll admit that. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, I Dude, have, I, I've had some great people. But I gotta like, introduce you to my sister. Her picker is terrible. <laughs> my picker's off sometimes. <laughs> like, some people I question, I'm like, why was I even into you? <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Like, and then they get super jealous. And I'm mm. just like, no, like, these are just my buds. Like, I'm such, like, a guy's girl because, like, I have two older brothers. Mm, two, three older brothers. I don't know. We what does ad- that mean? Two or three? Okay, so... Sorry. Um, <laughs> we can well, kind of like four, I guess. Okay, so there's like, so I have like two biological brothers, okay. but then there's my cousin who's my dad's nephew, and they lived with us like our whole life. So I view, and he's an only child, yeah. so he views all of us kids like as his sibling. So I view him as my brother, but then also like my family's the type to like take people in and like help like our like friends that mm-hmm. need help. So, like, growing up, we had um, my brother's best friend that lived with us basically our entire life. And he views me as a sister. I view him as a sister. And so it's like I count these people as brothers because I know at the end of the day, like, if I'm in shit, I need help, you know, anything. Like, I can call these people even though they're not blood, you know. So it's like it's different because, like, I grew up with them since I was a 
and toddler. So, so it's, it's like more like hard. a Fast and the Furious situation where yeah. like they're family. Yeah, they're, we're family. family. Wait, have you yeah. watched, have you yeah. watched Fast I, and Furious? I view all my friends as family though. That's the thing. Like I treat them as my own. Shout out to Paul Walker. Guardian. And guardian Matt Lightum. Yeah, given like your description of your family. Yeah. Netflix, like, yeah. It's such like a family thing. Yeah, I'm like all about that. Okay, uh, wait, pee break. I have to pee. Genuinely. Pee break. We're back, bitches. We're um, back. I uh, yeah. Normally I'm just like. I just always have pee breaks because I pee a lot. I um, actually do too. Well, because I mean we're drinking as well, so yeah. it's like. Um. So there's like a few things that I've learned with podcasting, but. What was the thing I wanted to tell you about? Oh, so if you utilize, um, let's spit all this because you had a okay. good setup. Um, I had such a great setup. That's my. You sad had a really thing. good setup. Okay, so if you, if I were to redo my start, I wish I would have started when I had the idea. Right. Which was like three years ago. I've been thinking about mine for like we talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Like I thought about mine for so long. Didn't know where to start. Didn't know like the technology side of it. Like, I'm, yeah. like I know how to talk about stuff and like, you know, create that. Sure. But it's like editing, the technology of it, like how to re actually record it, yep. like the video, you know, like what system to use. But the thing is, when you see the podcasts that you follow, they're all professional. So you they feel, are, so, hard. so you feel, oh, when I start, I have to be professional. And I'm a but perfectionist. They didn't, they didn't start that way. They right. started in these really shit, like uh, Joe Rogan the other day just posted a clip of him because he hit 2,000 episodes of his first podcast. And it's dog shit. Like, it's so, like, blurry. Shitty. And, like, because, and he's one of, like, the OGs. But, right. like, he's like, yeah, I, we just turn, he turned on a webcam, like, uh, screen. Good for him. And they just sat in front of the computer and well, just shot like, the shit. Right? It's just like Call Her Daddy. Like the two girls mm -hmm. originally, they started, they met each other off Craigslist and became roommates and they just like started a podcast and then Barstool found that. them. That's why. And I didn't so even it's know like they didn't. The thing, and they just why. like, exactly. And they were just like living in this rinkadink, small little freaking New York apartment mm -hmm. and then they just started the podcast. And it's like. But when did Barstool pick, pick them up? From um, like, like honestly, like it. I think they popped off within like two to three months okay. because but the shit that they're saying though is unnormal. raunchy. Right. Like they were talking raunchy and didn't give a fuck sure. what they posted, which so that is love a key. Like that is like you, that is one of the things you have to try to learn to not care, and that's tough. Which we it's talked really about tough. because like caring. I see, here's the thing. It's like part of me is like, yeah, I don't care what anybody thinks about me and stuff like that. But and then it's like. There's that whole cancel culture and then mm -hmm. you get in your head and you overthink mm -hmm. and then like insecurities comes apart mm -hmm. and you're like, oh my God, I shouldn't have said that. I'm like, oh, I could have said this better. Like, I'm going to get, oh, people are going to hate me for it. But at the end of the day, I think everyone's going to hate you for whatever you yeah. do. Well, and so here's the other thing that will happen is like, if you want a podcast, that means you want to be public. And if you want to be public, the more you grow, the more you're going to have to deal with that. So it's all, you're gonna have to learn it either way. Right. right. So you might as well just learn it sooner than later. That's right. what, like, at least for me, that's my philosophy right now. Exactly. Is like, fuck it. And like, my, I have a ton of insecurities. Yeah. And Who doesn't though? Yeah, Who doesn't? Like, one of them is my voice. And every oh, time, so every time I've listened to it, I'm like, oof. I, I can't believe I you sound like that. Yeah, I cringe when I hear my voice. It's I'm like, so bad. And then so I'm like, bad. dude, how am I ever gonna get a girl ever? 
posting yeah. this clip. I sound so bad. Or people think like I'm some like valley, like stuck up girl yeah. and like the way I talk, but I'm just like, oh, it's just. Listen to the words there. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm actually smart bitches. Yeah. <laughs> but I like, so there's all, there's all these hangups. But, and there's um, like, for me, I actually think I'm going to get, I'm going to pop off on being canceled. I'm going to say something too offensive and it's going to get, it's going to get uh, like some sort of. Like, Any cause, publicity cause is culture. good publicity. Let me just it tell is. you I that. Mean, thank you, Kanye. Like, <laughs> Love you. I actually love Kanye because he's just like bold and himself yeah. and he'll just just say whatever he wants yeah. and you're like you know you don't fucking care like, yeah exactly kind of love that though like mm -hmm. you it's, know it's i love people that true. are like authentically them even if you know like majority of population doesn't yeah. like agree but i think so i think that doing podcasts teaches you to not care about what people think quicker than the average person like, i know so i think that like by doing this I'm going, it's going to speed up my uh, ability to not care about right. people. Uh, or not about people, but, but about like, what people think. view me as. Do you think that's because podcasting, you're really doing, like you're representing yourself so well? Because that's what I, when I'm like, oh shit, I care what people think because I don't think that I was representing myself well. Right. But because it's your forum, do you feel like it gives a better platform to be? Uh, I'm not sure actually, because I do think that, um, I was telling you this earlier, I was like, you have to, you don't have to be your authentic self right away in a podcast, right? but you're eventually going to get out there, you're right? You're going to get there, yeah. And it, so either you're going to stop doing it because of my authentic self has shown it, like, like if you're a racist, you're eventually going to come out, right? You're going to come out. You're going to be homophobic. It's going to come out at some point. Yeah, and exactly. then if you censor yourself, then people are going to notice, you know, so then you're like, ah, fuck. There's so many, like, avenues to that. And so I'm you're like, able to be, like, so you, if you can continue being yourself, then you're just nervous about, like, do people like me or not? And that's like, like as a people pleaser and someone who's right. still insecure, I'm just like, God damn it. Some people are going to think I look stupid. I think blah, with blah, me blah. too, it's like, I'm so personable and it's like, I'm so willing to just to say stuff about myself. Cause I have like nothing to hide. And I'm just like who I am unapologetically me, you know? And it's like, but then I get in my head and I'm like, okay, well I'm putting this in the public. So when mm -hmm. you put that out there, it's like people feel obligated to say their own opinion. Dude, I the other thing that we talked about earlier is podcasting is so collaborative. Like, I need all the help I can get. Like, everybody needs help, help me out. It's like, like connections. Who you know? It's just like I'm like I wouldn't have ever thought about putting a paper towel there. That Cinda's like, what about if we do this? I'm like, yes, yeah. please. That's yep. why I like about having podcast days because like the more energy there is and like so when yeah. Cam comes here and like they're talking and they're like, dude, what about this? And you just feed into each other. Mm -hmm. You just have conversation. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's so fun to connect on like different levels and like get to know people on like their own things mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, so back to back to what uh, if I were to give you any recommendations um, about like what I'm learning, mm -hmm. and so I I should be. Uh, this is either nineteen or twenty uh, for me, like the nineteen or twenty episodes, and so if I could learn one thing, I was like, dude, I should have started way sooner. Right. I should not care right. so much about the quality and just like learn these things. And but I think your problem is you're a perfectionist, just like yes. I am. So I'm like, but I want. So is shit. every podcaster. Right. You like they are all creators too. So they went through that same thing. Yeah. And some of them have talked about it. Some haven't. But like uh, when you think about like they were perfectionists, they were worried about what people thought too. 
And then eventually it was like, fuck it, I'm just going. And so then you like, just go, go, go. I completely agree because I saw this video because I'm on TikTok a lot. Hell yeah. So I'm like, look me up on TikTok, guys. I just post random shit. Shout out to uh, Mariah's TikTok. Oh, yeah, whatever my, I don't even know. <laughs> it's like, I changed my name so like <laughs> nobody can know who I am, but somehow everybody found it. So I'm like, ugh. Uh, hell yeah. I almost have 6,000 followers and my aim is God for 10,000. Yeah. So I can get like paid for the content mm-hmm. I make. But have right now. Have you yet? Yeah, I got threads and I'm just like, so I had Twitter for a long time, deleted it back in like 2018. And I used to get into many Twitter fights. Cause I say what I want to say. say, And it's like, you look back, I'm like, it's deleted now. So nobody can find it. Thank God. No, I screenshot them all. Okay. Well, if you knew me in 2018, (laughs) sure. But like, I would like in high school, I would just say some like outlandish stuff. And I'm like, I would be canceled in today's day and age for saying this thing. And I'm like, oh, it's embarrassing. But so like threads, I don't, I mean, I have, but I just sure. deleted the app. And I'm well, just, what about like, TikTok? So you said, uh, oh, yeah. so what do you do on TikTok? So you- TikTok, I just, I literally post whatever the hell I want. So like right now I do like not vlogs, but like whenever I get in a mood, I'm like, I just want to talk to somebody, but I like no. to hear my own voice because I'm conceited. <laughs> Talking things out loud is way It's easier. so nice. It's literally Dude. so nice. So I'll like set up my camera and it's like right in front of my like kitchen sink because it's the best freaking lighting. And my kitchen's pretty. Wait, so it's, your like, uh, iPhone camera or do you yeah, have Yeah, my iPhone camera. camera. I literally okay. just put it right there and I just like plus press play on TikTok, like the whole thing. And I just go, so this is what I'm going to talk about today. And then I just like, I show my personality and everything like that. Some people love it. Some people don't. Like I get like average about like 40 to 300 likes like it yeah. just depends okay but let like, me let me shoot something by you why don't why don't you do your podcast from your camera in the lighting by your kitchen sink and talk about what you want and you can even script it if you would like but you're like hey this is actually what i want to talk about on this episode why don't you do that to start or when you have a friend over you could just have something more casual style like to start right. and be like you know so my issue is, is like having people over and like doing that. A lot of my friends are very camera shy or they're like, sure. I don't want this post on yeah. social media. Like they all get in their head. That is don't blame them. Yeah. I don't blame mm-hmm. them. But it's like right now I want people to just like get to know who I am and like just hear my like own thoughts. And like I tell people in the camera, I'm like, I'm just talking for myself. Like I'm going to rewatch this and like it's for me. Like right. this, you guys are just listening in on my own personal thoughts and what I talk to about myself like to myself so like and people eat it up though because like I'll just like talk about random shit people find out that like you were saying people find authenticity like the best quality of people Mm -hmm. and you guys look very brave for just like putting yourselves out there right I know I'm also so I think that like that's the most interesting thing is like being authentically you and like not caring you know what I mean not caring yeah, Karen. 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 <laughs> no, okay, so wow. if you were to, uh, uh, this is all, like I'm spitballing ideas at this point to help you in a, like to restart your, your right, podcast. Right. But like if you do, because your computer died, you don't have the studio anymore. Yeah, so, I'm like, here. Resources use, gone. Bye, like, bitch. Use, the, use a phone, get a tripod, maybe get a ring light or not, like have whatever. One. And then just... If, Obviously, you're just starting by, you were only talking solo anyway on yeah. your, like, old ones. So, like, talk solo. Do a little, you know, have a script or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, something you were like, I want to hit this point. I want to hit this point. So, here's this. Here's this. But you could just do that from an iPhone. And then you can still, then you have the video. So, you can clip it. 
So then you That's can nice put your too. favorite clips onto TikTok like you're already doing. Yeah, I right? can like edit that. Or and then segues for the podcast. Yeah. Right. That's what like, I'm saying. Yeah. And like, if you want, I will like I you can borrow my shit or you can whatever. Yeah. But I'm like my only thing, it's like, yeah, I'd love to borrow your stuff, but like how do I edit it when I have nothing to edit with? You, so you I would do saying? um it's actually uh, we will talk uh, the more technicalities off this because it's a really yeah, boring conversation. It's, it's a boring <laughs> but Sorry, it's actually easier than you like think really? if you run it from like a phone. Um, oh, really? So yeah, like I'm one of my hangups, my perfectionism hangup is because I'm a videographer and a photographer. I am like I have to make it the you best. You know of the all best. that stuff. I'm like I don't know this shit. But it also gets in my head because I'm like, dude, I'm promoting being good at this. And then I can't put out content that's not good at It's this. like imposter syndrome. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I have. And I think a lot of content creators have, but it's just like you have to work past that. Because mm-hmm. I made a podcast about that, by the way. Yeah. It's called Crafted. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so if you, but you have to get past that. So these are these to. hurdles that yeah. like other podcasters have already like like done, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to get past it as well. Like, yeah, and no, I'm getting it. past it. And, and so, it makes me feel good because it's like, I'm not the only one that feels this way, mm-hmm. you know, because on social media, it's like such a facade where it's like all these girls have like filters. Oh my God, she's so perfect. Her skin's perfect. She's so pretty. Her outfits are awesome. But it's like, she took like 15 takes of this. Yeah. Or it's just like anybody that posts anything, they edit it for hours on end, mm-hmm. you know? That's, I'm the type of person, I'll edit it for like mm, two seconds. This is what I like about, <laughs> this is what's nice about podcasting though, because you can't, filter the fuck out of everything. I can't filter everything. Right? Like, so that's what's, yeah. So what, what's nice is like the, uh, like the, it, it's more (laughs) lackadaisical, but you get good at like not filtering yourself, like not doing a, like a, Oh, I only posted it in the best lighting. Like I have, I have a clip of me when I was so drunk that I fell over right here. And I like, I got too, I got, super wasted. I forgot to turn the camera off, so I caught it all. I love and that. And I was more. making stupid noises. Like, and then <laughs> me, me. I'm, dude, I'm watching I'm watching this clip and I was like, please don't start jer- jerking off, Josh. Like please. Like you like, just start cringing at yourself. Yeah, like, I was like, oh no. Like, oh, I'm so cringe, but I'm like, like me. this is how I am blackout. This is terrible. Like so I'm, I'm sorry standing, my friends ever saw me. I'm standing here and I just standing fall for no reason, just like ugh, fall. Goodbye. And then I like look at, I look at like the, the area that I fell. I was like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> just like, dude, what no. the fuck, dude? And I was like, so I can't funny. put this out. No. And then I was like, yes, I should put this it's out. It's kind of funny, you and should. And so then I did, yeah, it was just As like, you should. Yeah, and so that's, that's the attitude that I'm trying to take like to go into it's stuff. It's such a work in progress. If with themselves like mm-hmm. that, then it's easier to be their friend. It's easier to connect to them on like a social level. It's easier to like mm-hmm. like them because they're like, damn, this shit's real. They're not like, yeah. No, yeah, like, you want to connect with you know, people that are like being them yeah. and not like putting on this like fake little yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. That's and imagine like, how many people exactly out there want to hear your stories but they are not, they're flawed. They are flawed individuals. Right. And that's how actually you resonate with people. You're right. Like, Dude, this is like, oh, I fucked up here. Yeah. I'm just gonna show you that I fucked up or I did this or whatever. Yeah. Like, so But that's, nobody's perfect and I think like, nobody really talks about that either. It's like, yeah. we all make mistakes. We've all done like some really shitty things in life, but here we are still doing this shit. Like, yeah. 
people talk it about it at large, but not about like their personal accounts about it. Exactly. Like, and oh, they like are judging and like hating others for other stuff, but it's like we can hate you for your things that you've done too. I'm gonna so tell you the like, most fucked up thing I've ever done. Oh god. I don't think I've ever. I'm, I'm uh, nervous. Uh, yeah. Well, this is my like. Uh, you won't have to worry about it because it's me saying it. Okay. You don't have to do it. I've never actually done this. The most fucked up thing I ever did is I had sex with two of my really good friends' girlfriends at the same time at a party while they were in the same house. And when they see this, they're gonna be pissed. And they, they, they <laughs> might not see it, but I did it. I've never put this publicly out there. It was so fucked up. I was like really drunk, and I won't name any names, but like they will know. Uh, I, I went, uh, I played a show at this house party in uh, Lincoln Street, which is like a BSU. Yeah, yeah, I know where that I, is. Um, I so we, we pulled out the window, so there's people outside, and we're inside playing, uh, like having fun. We, I used to live in this party house, we would call it the fifth house, which is Fires in France, which is my old band. And it was like 12 of us living there. And um, I frat boy house, okay. No, but we weren't frat. I know. We were like yeah. we were like dirty musician house. Grungy, like, like, great. Yeah. Or, um, um, uh, our neighbors people. hated us. We partied every night. Um, so I had my bass player lived in the room next door, and then his girlfriend moved in there. Another kid lived upstairs, and then his girlfriend moved in, and so it was those two girls. Uh, they came to the show and apparently I started making out with the one girl um, in the house and uh, uh, she, she like left and she went and told the other girl she was like dude Josh just like made out with me and she's like do you want to go have a threesome and they're like yeah so they both came in drug me upstairs I barely remember this but I remember these moments like these like tiny right, little like, like little parts and I remember being not hard at all trying to <laughs> <laughs> whiskey dick over here. Uh, what's that? Say it again. Whiskey dick. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I was <laughs> so tanked, and I like I remember the, <laughs> just like that's the only thing I really remember is like trying to take my flaccid dick and <laughs> put it well, in the one okay, girl. Okay, to be fair, little fucked up because they were your friends, but also fucked up on the girlfriend's yes. part because at the end of the day. They're the ones in the relationship with the commitment and not you. But no, you I, I had a, something wrong. But but, I, I don't, but they planned it. You're, you don't have a girlfriend. You're doing it. Listen, no, but I also I had a girlfriend. So it oh, you had a girlfriend. Up. So you were just she like was double there. whammy shithole. Yes, yes, yes. This is the most fucked up. So I had a girlfriend at the time, and when she hears it, she, it like whenever that's also going to be like whatever. So I'm done. She's fine. Uh, and then the I woke up the next day with her at her place and i was like did i dream that i was like oh no i was like that was a dream that was a dream no, it I, had to be a dream i get that and feeling then though. i went home and i walked in i walked in and i sat down and they were like sitting there and i was just like did that happen and they were like yeah and so like because i like, i was so just like oh no no because i have it was so like, bad. Like even today, like I fell asleep and I had thought somebody walked into the room and like sat down and talked to me. But it was just such a like weird, like lucid dream. Yeah. I thought it was real life. Yeah, they're so normal. It's like, oh hi. Weird. So this is a this is a moment right now where I just let go of one of my dirtiest secrets publicly. And I, uh, so this is like practice for myself because I'm like, Good dude, if I can't do some of this shit, like if I can't 
let yeah. go of my like uh, uh, worries about what that guy thought that time Sorry. or what that girl thought, you know, yeah. uh, then I can't, then I shouldn't be a podcaster because I have to you, get you it You have out to there. be just like, just spill that shit out no. there. Yeah. I mean, I think about Call Her Daddy all the time and I know like that podcast is like, shifting and like becoming a little sure. bit different and yeah. stuff but i'm just like this stuff that they say on there like i laugh about it and like in the very beginning of the things like when both of them were on there and mm-hmm. i'm just like they're saying stories so i'm like i have stories that can totally relate that are on the same level but i can never absolutely tell anybody this because i'm like that's yeah. so bold of them and not something i've always respected about them mm-hmm. too when you're transparent, you know that you're worthy of being like, okay, so this is my worst person. And then when people still see you, still respect you, still like their opinion of you haven't changed, it like re like solidifies your worth. You're doing the right thing. And mm-hmm. it's just like people eat that up too. Yeah. It's just like I'm tired of fake people. It's just like be fucking real. Like yeah. just say who you are, your stories. We're all like not perfect anyway. Oh. So And not everybody like I don't think that everyone needs to be public. Like I know that this is my path. Like I know that this is you, what I you want have to that do. Set, like you have that feeling, you, yeah. that gut feeling that you can't explain. Sure, that's but how I like, feel. Like I don't think that all of my friends should be able to like do that. Like yeah. it's not, it's not for everyone. It, it's not. You it's know. really not. But I know that this is my path, and I'm like, and we were talking about canceling. Oh I'm like, God. I dude, I I think I'm I gonna get, so I'm gonna get famous on being canceled. But being canceled actually, it actually doesn't cancel you. We've watched it over it and over. It doesn't cancel you because yeah. people are still like doing their thing. They just get, you want to listen more because you want to know the drama. Yeah, you're people like, are nosy why? as hell. Nosy. What is that called? The uh, Streisand effect? Have you ever heard of that? Have I you haven't. Heard of that? No. So there was something that like Barbara Streisand, which is, uh, is she a movie star, pop star? God, I sound so uncultured. Me don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like too young for it. I'm too young. 97, <laughs> baby, over here. How old are you? Um, I'm 26. Oh, yeah, you are too young for Barbara Streisand. Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm young. I'm still born in the 90s, so let's respect that. Yeah, she was probably popular <laughs> in the 80s. I Fuck, I don't, I think Wasn't she's a musician. I, she might be a movie star. The, I'm not sure. The like band that you told me like today when you were like Oh asking, yeah, you are like who? I was like, who? I don't know. Not going. Not I showed I somebody like, else. No way. Dude, I showed, <laughs> dude, that's hilarious. So I showed somebody else yellow card and I showed them the most popular hit. Oh, it was a, a girl at Off the Clock. I was like, dude, this is their most popular hit. And she was like, never heard it. And it, this was like, a, uh, like, I think there was 2002 is when they had their most popular hit. That's crazy because so that was been, 21 what, years ago? Six. So yeah, you'd be six, right? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, so I was just like, I was in kindergarten when 9-11 happened. Yellow card, <laughs> bitches. And they're like, who? I'm like, what? When I first saw that, like I saw it on your social media and I like first read it as Yellowstone. I'm like, I love that show. <laughs> and I was like, wait, yellow card? I was like, nah, I don't know that. Oh, it's so Couldn't good. Couldn't tell you. So good. Well, the thing is, is punk is coming back. Uh, no, from I've MGK. always loved punk. Well, I'm like the basic punk. I'm like Blink 182. I love it. Aliens exist. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you guys are right. All the way back then, and now the government just came out with aliens. Yeah. We all true. knew. We are all you going to go to uh, uh, When We Were Young um, in Vegas this year? No. So Blink 182 is headlining. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut the fuck it's in up. In Vegas. They did it last year. Oh. I went. Me and Vegas, though, is not a good match. Let me just tell you that. I had one experience, never again. Oh. You need to do Reno. No. Oh, I, Reno, I go. Reno's way better. I go all the time to Reno. I love Reno. My family's from there, so it's like, I love it. And like my dad, so have you ever heard of like hot August nights? Mm. 
I have been in some hot August nights, but it, it's probably not the same thing. No, so hot August nights, it's like the Nugget, like, um, you know, hosts it and yeah. stuff. And it's just like a bunch of like old cars and like oh, stuff okay. like that. And like vendors are out there. It's like a carnival almost. And it's so fun. It's like three days straight. Yeah. My dad plays in the No Winers Golf Club. So it's like super oh, extravagant, like exclusive and stuff. So he gets like a private jet to pick him up and like take him there. It's so nice. I'm jealous, uh. jealous. And then my mom and I just drive there like losers. And then my dad gets us a, my dad gets us like, like a losers. hotel. Yeah, literally. <laughs> my dad gets us like a hotel and then he's like gambling with all of his buddies. And then like during the day we go to hot August nights and then they like golfing yeah. like certain days. And then my mom and I will like play this facade with my dad, like, dad, like we need more money to go gamble. And then my mom and I will play like one slot machine, mm-hmm. keep all the money, pocket it, and the next day go shopping with that money. Nice. Cause we're like, we're not stupid. We're like, we don't want to spend $20 on this. Like we're gonna lose it. We know we will. No. So might as well just keep telling him we're losing the money and he keeps handing it to us. Dude, I'm such a sucker for gambling. <laughs> I know, I'm like, this is what you do. No, if you're in Vegas, if you're a hot girl, so it, not you, sorry. I'm not but a hot girl. You and I, if we go to Vegas, you go to the High Rollers Club, and um, every single like hotel Write casino this down. has like <laughs> High Rollers, right? So girls are allowed to go in. So you go up there, you order one drink, and you sit there. You're in your best outfit, makeup done. You look hot as hell, and you just sit there like, just like the cutest thing ever. Men will come up to you and be like, "Hey, like, will you be my good luck charm?" And you say yes. And you go with them. And then if they went big, so like this one guy like won like 60 grand on something, he'll give you 10 grand just for being his like good luck charm. Oh, and like, no and you're literally in the high rollers club and you're over here like just pocketing money just because you're pretty and you're his like good luck charm. Oh my God. So I'm like, when I went, every time I go to Vegas, I don't pay for a single fucking Well, thing. no, I would assume that. I know, sure. you, you just walk around and people will come up to you and you just have to be that yes girl. Like I'm yeah. here for the plot. Like, yeah. I'm just gonna say yes and do the thing. I have this, uh, <laughs> I'm so jealous of hot girls, but I also don't wanna yeah. be one. I love being No, it's not fun. It's yes. not fun. Well, and so there it's is, not, but there is you gotta use the advantage. a huge, yeah, of course. And I like, I used to hate on hot girls that you, like, I'm like, dude, you guys get so much they stuff. Stop doing that. And then I started realizing that the, it comes with a very big negative. It is. So yeah. I'm like, you might as well use the positive as much as you can. Oh, you have to use Because you have that shit. all the negative. Like, I don't deal with people fucking creeping me out. I don't deal with people no, get, showing like, up creepers, at my house. You get the creepers, but then like, you get like guys that will date you just because of your looks. And and it's like they like get to know you and like they don't end up liking you and it's just like there's so much shit sure. to it and it's just like and then they get jealous because you're a pretty girl mm-hmm. but it's like and i hate to say it but it's like don't date a hot bitch unless you can handle one so it's like, yes dude and then you're like it's your fault you it's your wanted, fault like you want to date you, a pretty person dude i there was this guy one time he came into my bar and he was uh talking about how his hot girlfriend like somebody else was like talking to her and he's like it's i just hate what i hate when they look at and uh i'm like dude if, if you don't want guys to hit on your girl don't date a hot girl like what the like you signed up for this? Come on now, like let, let's. No, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. I I completely. Then agree. I found out that he had another family. I was like, oh, dude, oh, you, you scumbag. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell? Yeah. 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 No, oh, you're 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 jealous and you're worried about other guys because you're doing the thing. Like, yeah. Doing the thing. yeah. I've noticed too. Like, I mean, I've been through like a lot of relationships, and like many people know, like they probably think like I'm like a serial relationship person. Why are we all? I don't even mean to be because it's just like I get out of a relationship and then there's like 
another person. I'm like, oh yeah, you're cool. I vibe with you, and like, let's go date. Like, and it just happens. It, it literally <laughs> just happens, and what's I'm just your, like, what's your longest time single? Oh what do you God, think? that's a good fucking question. <laughs> okay, I probably would say mm, two years. That's way longer than your average person. That's really, really long time. Yes. It was two years, but like you have to think like that was because I went through like my shit that I did and I was like sure. so not mentally there or like even ready or like didn't even know how to approach a new relationship because I was like dealing with like my own trauma and like figuring mm-hmm. it out. So, and then I dated somebody and when I did date him, um, we were together for like kind of not off and on. We broke up like three times, but it, I, it was a solid two years. Yeah. Like, through the off and on. I try to explain to people, that's actually, a, it's a pretty long time, I think. I think For so the too. normal person, most people I know within a, a month are with somebody else. Because people can't be alone. And I don't, yeah. I don't think that it's a bad thing. I just think that you should try to try learn to be to alone. Be alone like, no, and you have things like you need to learn and grow about yeah. yourself as well. And like, I'm in that stage too. Or, but. Like, when I date someone, I'm not dating them just so I'm not alone. Like, I see a future. Like, I'm, like, end game with them, and I give it my all, and then it ends up biting me in the ass for some reason because, I mean, I'm not perfect. No. Just the relationship. The relationship did. (laughs) I feel like I'm such, like, I feel like I'm a good girlfriend, but there are, like, some bad parts of me. You know what I mean? And, like, to everybody, right? And so it's just, like, they can't handle those bad parts. And then I have to remind myself, I'm like, oh, like, you don't really love me for me. You love the idea of me. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, when you love someone, you love them for all of them. And it's, like, I'm just, I'm working on me. But, like, you got to let me through it. I don't know. I just, I go in those relationships where I'm, like, okay, like, I see a future, like, I want to invest in you, like, I'm going to give you my all, and then it just bites me in the ass, and I'm like, ah. I know, but I'm, like, such, like, a hopeless romantic. I'm like, oh, you love me? Okay, you love me? (laughs) I'm a hopeless romantic, but in a very opposite way. I'm more like a Don Juan, where I'm just like, I love you for everything you are in this night. And then I'm like, and then the next night I'm like, I love you for everything you are. So like, I love all the women and uh, like that, but then that gives me, gets me in such trouble when it comes to like certain people because they want the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, no, no, like this is magical. This is beautiful. But like, this is not gonna last. So I'm just like diving into that like first introductory phase, I guess. It's so hard too. And it's like, being my age and like dating and stuff is really hard because there's a lot of people that just like want to hook up and I genuinely don't feel like I'm a hookup type of person yeah. like ever since like my ex like I haven't hooked up with anybody haven't like even kissed anyone like I'm just I'm not into it like I'll entertain the idea but like when it comes down to it, I'm like mm, I'm good I'm good oh. you know and so I don't know, like, a lot of guys nowadays, especially when it comes to dating, like, they just want to, like, hook up and, like, you know, want a little... Do they, uh, (laughs) as soon as they hook up, do they ghost? Or have you had that experience? Well, I don't even give them the chance to hook up, so I don't know. And I play hard to get, too, because I'm like, eh, you're not really into my time. Right. You have to wine and dine me and, like, prove to me that, like, you actually want something so with me. So if they work harder, attention. you're more likely to, like, okay, so this guy isn't just trying to get one Yeah, but they have to, I have to, like, actually be into them. Because it's, yeah, like, I sure. can have guys, like, text me that are average, and I just, like, won't respond. So, for example, I went out, I want to say, like, last week, 
and I met um, a bunch of these Navy SEALs. And I can spot them out like nobody's business. I like walked up no. to them. They're all in like this group at Hannah's. And I go, you guys are either firefighters, Navy SEALs, or policemen, but I really think you're Navy SEALs. And they go, whoa. Thank like, how did you know this? Like, I'm so confused. Like, a Navy SEAL don't say they, they're Navy SEALs. Right. But, like, I called them out, dropped some names of, like, people that I knew in, like, you know, that industry. And they're like, oh, my God. And so I got, like, this one guy's, like, number and stuff. And, like, he was cool to hang out with for the night and, like, became their friend and stuff. And then he, like, texted me the next day, didn't respond because I'm like, eh, I'm not really into it. And then, like, he texts me, like, a week later, and he goes, a white conservative man needs a good white conservative girl, and you ghosting me is not very nice, or something some, something of that sort. Oh and I literally responded, <laughs> I responded with, boo, and, like, the ghost emoji. Yes! I literally said, boo, and yes. then the ghost emoji. Dude. I did. I was so green message after that. Like, oh, I did not get a respond. But I'm like, I'm not responding to you. I'm not. I'm not genuinely that's interested. So good. Like, you were so fun for that night. Bye bye. Okay, I have a question then. So, if you were, it's probably not best just for you because every girl is different. But like, uh, talk. Like, I used to be so bad with women, mm-hmm. and I would read books on how to be better with women. I like, love that. Pick no, up, like, like pick up culture or like to like how to pick up a girl. Like, dude, I was so unconfident. I grew up in a cult. I like, it was very, yeah. whatever. Uh, very, I just didn't know how, like, and I was also, yeah. I grew up ugly, pimply, etc. You know, so. But at least that wasn't your peak. You know, there's a lot of people that peak in high school and you're like, Ooh. Oh, no, yeah, no. I think my peak's going to be like 43. That's probably. I hope my peak's like when I die. <laughs> 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 Me over here, always growing, being better. <laughs> yes. Uh, but so I, uh, originally people are like, you can't text a girl the next day because you don't want to see so de- desperate. And so I was like taking this advice. And then I hit this point, I was like, I'm just gonna put my intention really fucking hard. And I, so now I do a thing where I, uh, I, I really like just put my intention out there right away. As you said. And then they either ghost right away, which uh, then I don't like, I'm like, okay, cool. Then they yeah. they obviously didn't want to Don't be, be that guy me. to blow them up even right. if they're like ghosting. If they don't respond, it's for a fucking reason. Yeah, but I will text them the same night if they don't respond that night, I'm like, you got too drunk, so I'll text them the next night. It was like, nice to meet you. I've learned this new thing. If I take a selfie with them, like if I meet you like in person, I'll be like, dude, we should take a picture. And then I'll be like, yeah, I'm this guy. Person. Because a lot of people just, you we're just so drunk. Many. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If and you're he, a hot like, girl. Today, this guy texts me and he goes, hey, how's it going, Mariah? And I was like, I'm so sorry, I don't have your number saved. Like, mm-hmm. who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm Justin from, you know, so-and-so. And I was like, still. So what I'm asking... Like I need to know who you are. So what I'm asking more for, like, guys like me out there is, like, what is the best move, like, when you meet a hot girl these days? Like, do you text them right away? Like, especially if there's a connection. Like, right. if you're, like, if, if you're just trying and this girl's like, huh, you know, then, then you're, it's not I feel work. like there's, like, that's a trick question because it's, like, for me, like, I, like, just, I just hang out with people. Like, I don't even care, like yeah, you're fun, like, we're not doing anything, you know, like, we're just out, like, about in yeah. the night, you know, and I'm going to be buds with you, but I know, like, deep down, I'm probably They're not going to text you the next day, but I'm being super cool with you yeah. that night. So it's probably giving them the wrong idea, mm-hmm. thinking I'm into them. Yep. And, then and I really feel like it's just, like, 
you have to text them the next day. No. And if they don't respond or anything or no. seem interested, you have to know, like, it was just fun for the night. Right. And, like, okay. that's just me personally, though. Like, I'm not big on it. You didn't give them the wrong idea either. They just had unspoken expectations. And, like, it, so it is really hard. Expectations are unspoken. So, be like, hey, I'm not into it. Like, I like love chilling with you. Sure. I'm not, like, I don't want to grab drinks. And, you know, I'm not. No, like, I don't want to keep this going. Sure. Yeah, no, I'm, like. I think that's so hard too, because it's just like I'm. I'm not into that. Yeah, yeah. Into it is that. very tricky, because did it start it again? Yeah. Yes. Uh, you guys I, fix that. I have, I have to pee, pee again. Anyway. Oh my pee god. Break. Pee break again. <laughs> I know. Oh now I heard without the reservation. I know. When I was like coming started. into this, I was like, "What am I even gonna talk about?" Because like with my podcast, I have to have shit planned out, so I know. Yeah. Because it's just me at that point, and I'm like, "What am I gonna say?" Just me talking to myself. That was like, what my word was. He's just like, I'm gonna run out of words. <laughs> I'm like, no, I can keep talking. I, I am. So my, I get it from my dad. My dad was such a talker. Mine too. And I can, I can talk for days. But what I've, what I've learned with podcasting is how to listen, and I've been getting better and better at listening. And I wasn't always good at, at this, but. I'm still not, but like I'll like when I'm editing, I'm like, dude, you didn't shut the fuck up. Right no, now. I'm the type where like I and I'm like sub like I'm like consciously like trying to become more self aware of this. It's like when somebody talks, I like an idea pops in my head or I have something to say about it, and I go, yeah, and I interrupt them, and I'm like, oh shit, like that. It's not. Yeah. It's not pop. Like it's not good to do that. Yeah, it's it's and it's tricky because you Active don't want listening is a thing. You don't want to forget. Right. But you want to, like, you want to say your piece, but you don't interrupt. That's a tricky bitch. Like, I don't, I still don't know what to do about ADHD that brain. thing. There's not well. Mm-hmm. Yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I feel like that's such a common thing with a lot of people, though. Like, you yeah. know, I, I see there's that a, a lot. There's a thing that somebody, uh, I forget who, but they said in, like, in dialogue, I think it's in relationships where you ask... Do you want advice or uh, or do you want a vent? Or do you want a vent? Yeah. So if you want a vent, then you shut the fuck up. If you want advice or like some suggestions, you chirp, you chirp, chirp. <laughs> you chirp. Now I'm gonna start but, saying that. Thanks, I know guys. you. Are, yeah. Thanks, guys. I don't know where I picked that up from. Kind of like in, it though. In re- in reality, like it's just like okay, so like if if they're talking about a story, then then they're venting or they're telling their story, so right. you don't need to tell them. I resonate with this. I saw this. I, I had this situation earlier. Let me tell you about your my story yeah. about that. That's not what is needed. They're trying to tell their story about that. So you have to like like let and them And there's go. like so many complications in like relationships with that. Like whenever like I would date people and I would just like have a bad day at work or there's something that really upset me. You can tell in my voice and like my tone and the way I'm like telling the story that I'm upset. Mm-hmm. I'm over here. I want you to agree with me and just like let me vent. But then I always had boyfriends that would just like give me their like two cents and like play devil's advocate. And I'm like, fuck those boyfriends. I'm like, no, no, (laughs) take my side. What are you doing? You know, like I get so mad. And I'm like, "Uh, that communication is so important. Like I think communication is key in literally work environment, relationships, friendships, whatever you're in, like communication. Uh, You wanna, I want you to, I wanna vent. I want you to rub my shoulder. And I want you to agree with me the whole time. Just tell me I'm right, even if you think I'm wrong. <laughs> and you know what? Later, when I'm cooled down from the thing, like, hey, you know what? Like, we can talk about it later. No. Right now, just agree with me. <laughs> uh, well, it's nice being me because I am right all the time, like in general. So it's really easy. <laughs> me as fuck. I'm like, I'm right all the time. You're wrong. My opinion's the only right thing. 
Dude, who was it? There's like a, a, I think it's like Ben Franklin or one of the founding fathers of like the the U.S. <laughs> was we like, are here trying to think. Okay. Uh, he was like, he was just saying something about how smart he was. And he's like, I'm wrong 50% of the time. And so somebody, oh, I know where I read it. Dude, yeah, I'm, I'm so bad at this. It's okay. No, I <laughs> So love. I read the art of subtle, uh, the subtle art of. Not giving a fuck. No, that's not the book. Oh, um, fuck. It's how to win friends and influence people. Oh my god, I read Have that. You read it? So fucking good. Okay, I've so read they it. talked about this. Oh my god. Okay, I so I highly recommend. It sounds very douchey of title, like oh, I'm gonna learn how to manipulate friends and win people, but it's actually a very beautiful. Uh, like, do you know how to really talk? Listen. Do you want to be interested? Like, actually listen. It's like basically exactly. all the premises. And one of the things that uh, Ben Franklin said, or somebody that they mentioned, one of those guys. I feel like it's not Ben. One of those white, <laughs> one of those yeah. white guys that wrote our constitution. <laughs> but, anyway, but they were like, uh, like I have learned all this stuff, but I'm wrong at least fifty percent of the time. Yeah. So I'm like, if some of the smartest guys you know are wrong fifty percent of the time, how much do you think you're right? Exactly. And so it was like that. I'm like, dude, I always think I'm right. And Me then I'm too. like, wait, I'm stupid. So of course I'm not right all the time. Like, I don't what? think you're stupid. I think there's just different opinions and different perspectives. And like understanding their perspective, you're like, oh, okay, I can see why you think this or why this is that and stuff like that. Sure. Of course when you think that you're right and everybody else is wrong. Yeah. You're like, okay, yeah, I'm and like you're so I stubborn am, on I'm it. I'm not wrong, but you're also correct. And just like leaving space for that to happen. Right. Like, but a right. lot, like a lot of people actually almost all people think they're right like well yeah it's an ego course. thing as well you too. think you're right because it's your brain and your you have process. that thought so of course you think you're right it's not a bad thing but no. you're like dude this is how i see the world so i i'm right on this I'm, yeah but learning how to like hear another person's perspective is tricky i will say that so like um working in the bar industry um i like my like main person like my boss um he was very good at putting me in check and like I'm the type of person will like say some inappropriate stuff at the wrong time and it's because I'm not like thinking of what I'm saying but then I'm always thinking I'm right but then he'll like sit me down and he was very good at this he'd like sit me down and like tell me like right like I get why you think you're right but this is like how other people are viewing it right now and he was so good at that and like having that conversation with me where I'm like Don you're so right like I I get that perspective, you know what, yeah, and I get it, and I learn from it, and I move on from that, and, like, that's one thing I did, like, respect about, like, where I came from, and just, like, and how I've learned so much. It was so tricky because, like, for example, in my pot, like, in this environment, Mm -hmm. because I run this, I will say whatever I want. I will always say whatever I want, but I will still, like, not, I will not bring up a subject that, like, we talk about it's this. Touching. I've talked about this with every every podcast guest I have. Whatever you don't want to be brought up, I won't bring up. Right. And if I did, then we'll edit it out. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. However, I, I cannot censor myself here. However, I've learned because I've been picking up shifts at like half, half. I'm like, I think I need to censor myself here. You know, you like, I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, I, like, I'm like, dude, I, I think I need to censor myself here. I don't want to censor myself in life, but I, like, I need oh, to censor shit. It. And, like, knowing those two grounds. And I think it's hard, too, because it's, like, the shit that I do say is actually true. Yes. And it's very blunt and does hurt people's feelings. 
and like I'll I, I can't even give an example but like I will say something and then my boss will look at me and he'll be like I can't believe you just fucking said that but then like we'll like you know <laughs> go like with just us and he'll be like funny it's funny and it was very true and they needed to hear it but the way you came about it was so wrong and I'm like yeah right see in those <laughs> moments my bad in those moments <laughs> my bad in those moments you need your videographer to at least catch that and put it on TikTok so that way like, I'm like the shit the, I say is this like, is so the much. shit that blows up you're like, like I can't on. believe this bitch just said that I'm like what are you gonna do what are you gonna do I just said this like and it, it hurt your feelings but it's true and yeah. that's the reason why it hurt your feelings yeah <laughs> sometimes people need to hear I do, and I'm like, I'm too much of that point, and I'm like, oh, sorry, I do need to, like, focus on how I say things and how I come about it. I don't think honesty needs to be brutal, but I think it should be consistent. And, like, when I say stuff, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not trying to say things to, like, hurt people's feelings. It's just, it pops in my head, and I don't even think about it, and I just say it out loud. So it's like, I don't even think before I speak. Do you follow uh, uh, Mark Norman? No. He's one of my favorite Don't comedians. Don't even know who that is. He's, a, he's a comedian. Okay. He's just like, but he's a, like, I, I think he said he's slightly on the spectrum of, like, autistic. But I he think is everybody a, is at he, some point. He blurts out, like, things. And he is one of the most, like, like quotable, quippy dudes. Like, he just says something. And it's so funny. But he's just like, dude, I get myself in trouble so much. I feel like that's how Theo Vaughn is. He's so funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I just keep thinking about this one that he talks about, like, um, how girls can't swim. If you can't swim, I'm like not into you. <laughs> like, have you seen that one? Yes. Dude, I died. He's like, what if there's a hurricane and she's hopping on my back? Bitch, get the fuck off. Like, and I'm dying. I'm like, you're so right. Get the fuck off. Why can't you swim? Like, <laughs> Okay, so this is Theo. We're going to podcast together. Yeah, uh, please. I, I am going to pod. He's going to go on my vision board. So I have a vision board. Yes. Um, and the two people right now are Rogan, uh, Joe Rogan and uh, Gary, I met him, Gary. by the way. What? Yeah. So I worked for this place in 2016, 2017 when I lived in California. Yeah. And it was this new spot. It's called Sonder. It was a restaurant like before they even opened, yeah. and interviewed, whatever. Found out that the owner of that place, like one of the owners, he's a producer down in LA. Yeah. And like where I lived is Bakersfield, which is like an hour and a half away. And so, like, he has Valley all these... girl. I know. That's why you can hear that accent in me. Um, okay. I own that shit. I love it. I love it. Um, so, like, he was a producer, and he's, like, friends with all these comedians. So, like, Gabriel Iglesias, yeah. like, he actually paid for our bar. So, that's, like, a $100,000 bar that's, like, really nice over there. And, um, like, he comes and, like, makes stops. And then there's, yeah. like, Joe Rogan that came. And that was back in, like... 2016 before yeah. he, like he was famous but like not as big as yeah. he is today right right fear factor famous <laughs> and like Joe meeting Rogan him famous. great dude like yeah. nice human being like you know but and it's just like i feel like it's a flex but it's not a flex and i don't like to be like oh, i met this famous dude. person but he's cool as fuck like he's a genuine dude like in person he and you never know that when it's put doubt. on social media because there's like some people where it's like oh yeah they seem really cool whereas like adam levine douchebag yeah douchebag but that he's like sense, cool, though. like on like you know TV yeah. and his music. But it's like in real life, asshole. But mm-hmm. then like Shelton, down to earth, mm-hmm. biggest sweetheart. So that's the thing. Yeah, that, there's so many things. That's the thing that happens with like what this is actually philosophy that he said. He's like you can't. Rogan said you can't fake your personality that long when you're live this long. So eventually, like, the person that you are is going to come out of your podcasting. Like, yeah. And I love that. Like, and I like, love, like, famous people that, like, treat, like, normal people on the street, like, with respect. Yes. Because at the end of the day, you have to think, like, 
we're all going to the same place. Mm-hmm. We're all going to go through the same thing. We're all going to fucking die. We're all doing it. So it's like, just because like I have more money than you or a little bit like more popular than you doesn't mean I'm better than you. Yeah. Any like, type of way. Of your job or do I expect you to like because of my exactly. job? Exactly. just like nice funny people? Like you treat the CEO and the custodian the exact same way. And I think like that's, that's mm-hmm. how I try to live my life, you know? Like I'm not a perfect person, but like I try to treat every single person with kindness regardless yeah. of who you are. And I've dealt with so many famous people where I'm like, you're such a douchebag. Well, they right? say, they yeah. say that uh, like money amplifies who you are. So if How you're, if you're kind, mm-hmm. you amplify your kindness. And if like so, there's there are like certain celebrities that are like the kindest to people, and they're like homies. And then there's the other ones that are the opposite. Right. But like they both got famous, but they were already douches before they were famous. Right. Like, and yeah. Then these there's guys certain people. Like, yeah. Right. You like know? um. So when I like worked downtown and like in the club scene and everything, like we would get like famous people to come to us and like host like their after parties or like just come get bottle service with sure. us. And there was this one. Oh God, I can't remember the main guy's name. But there's this one guy. His name's DC the Don. Like he plays like good music. I listen to his music. Just rare because I don't really listen to anybody's music. Um, you like NPR? Yeah, I'm like I'm not really into it. Um, <laughs> I like had bottle service with him. He was so kind, very personable. Like always had a conversation with me every time I checked on their table. Like he was so sweet to me and like treated me as a normal person, even though he makes money, he's famous, he has a check mark, whatever. Yeah. But then there was um, this other guy that he like performed for, and I, you know what, I want to say his name, but I can't even remember it. And it, so, like, we have this policy at the club that I worked at where, like, you can't have, like, a hood on, right? So, like, he came with his hood on, and, like, my head of security was like, bro, you got to take this off. He threw a fit, you know? And he had asked us prior to going there, like, he wanted a free bottle. Yeah. Which, the yeah. bottle that he wanted was, like, $450, just a bottle of Patron, but I'm just like, we charge for this stuff. But it's like, you didn't even plan it with us, but we're going to be nice enough to give this to you sure. for free, expecting you to buy more, right? So, like, he came in, we had to tell him to take his hood off, and, like, the guy that, like, came, like, his hood was, like, his, like, personality and, like, his, like, niche. Like, yeah, people yeah. knew him for that, right? That's, like, that. The he got pissed, yeah. He got pissed, he walked out, he's outside of, like, the bar that I'm worked at, and I was, like, okay, well, like, I'm, since I'm the manager, like, I'm gonna go out there and, like, have a conversation with them. And I go, hey, like, just curious, like, why aren't you, like, coming in? Like, what's the problem? Like, how can I help you in some type of way for you to have a good night? Yeah. Trying to be nice. And then his friend speaks for him. I'm talking to him. I'm looking him in his eyes. And he, like, looks at me, looks away, and, like, waits for his friend to respond. I'm like, rude, number one. Dad. Fuck you. And so he, like, his friend's like, oh, no, like, his hood is thing. And I'm like, okay, like, maybe I can talk to the general manager. Maybe we can figure it out just for you. You know, like, oh, trying man. to be nice. And then the guy looks at me, and he goes, um, nah, fuck this. I don't want your fucking bottle service. Like, cuss me out. And I looked at him, and he, and then he's like, I made, I just made 10 G's at this concert. Like, fuck you guys. You guys aren't even worth it. And I go, you just made 10 G's, and you can't even pay $300 for a bottle. That just shows me how broke you are and how you're not good enough to enter my bar. Yeah. And I walked away. I was like, I don't even want you here, and I'm going to make sure you don't. Dude. Oh, fuck. What was his name? It was like, not Snake. It starts with an S. Um. I don't even know. Stupid ass bitch. Stupid. <laughs> stupid motherfucker. And like I left and then like my GM pulled me aside and he's like, why was he rude? Like, you know, like, you know, trying to talk to me and figure out the situation. And I was like, dude, like I personally 
because he wants free stuff, but then he's being so rude to us and like being so entitled and like flaunting his money. I'm like, you can go talk to him. Like I'll serve him still and be kind to him. But I'm like, I personally don't want to deal with him. Yeah. And so he's like, all right. So he goes out there and he talks to him and he goes, he says the same thing I do. He's like, bro, at the end of the day, we're both human. You're not above us. And I don't even want you in my bar too. Like it pissed my GM off. And my GM came back to me. He's like, no, you're right. Like, we're not want him in there. Dude, that's... It's like famous people. It's like, you have to like, be kind. But that's... Okay. And like, don't expect shit. But if he's... So here's the thing that I I have noticed. So you've been a bartender for quite a while, right? Hot Uh, minute, yeah. Yeah, so like, you start to notice people that flex too hard are Don't actually really the opposite, much. right? You're like, broke as fuck. So, like, if you, you no if you are a, right. like, if you are Theo Vaughn, you don't just go into a club and be like, I just made or 10 Or Theo Vaughn, like, I got right. this. No, he, he won't do that. Because he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to. No. Like, so when, when you see somebody doing mm-hmm. that, you're like, dude, you're a flexor. You're actually not. Like, and so yeah. you start to learn that in bartending. Like, a, you like, do. Or, like, like, meeting people. It's not just bartenders that realize it. But, yeah. Exactly. And like, I, and I, I've noticed that a lot too in like bartending and stuff. And I'm just like, you meet a lot of like different types of people and like Mm -hmm. interesting people. Like I met these like pilots who they do like private, like, um, flying for like jets and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. so they had just gotten back, um, from flying like Kim Kardashian and her kids and like all of that stuff on their private jet and sure. everything like that. And they're like the most humble people, yeah. so sweet. They gave me both their personal numbers. They're like if you ever wanna be a mm-hmm. flight attendant for us, like go through this school, we'll show you that, you know, like what school to go through. And then like you can like be a flight attendant for us, you yeah. need X amount of money. Like they were so like kind and humbled, even though they make a fuck ton of money. Yeah. They see a lot of famous people, like they just flew Kim Kardashian and they flew like Justin Bieber and Hailey Bieber yeah. and like high up, like A-list Shit. celebrities. Yeah, yeah. And like, they're so humble. And I'm like, and I had texted them previously, you know, when I was like in my job search and they were so kind, gave me all information, like yeah. wanted to hang out, like being buds. And I'm like, respect. Have you ever uh, read, this reminds me of, of this book, but have you read um, The Go-Giver? Yes, I've read that too. Oh my it's, God, you have my entire library. It's so good. Okay, so what this reminds so me of that, because if you're like, you would like you assume if somebody's rich that they are uh, uh, they're a flexor and they do this and they're a douchebag. But the actual like the really good people that make it, whether it's business or music or whatever, they're actually really kind. They so really want to give back. Like they they actually really prefer to like mentor blah 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 exactly. and spend time with someone. Exactly, it's so true. Like like if you. The guys that don't want to give you any time or they flex or like, oh, I can't believe you did that. Like, I just made 10K. Like, no, yeah, you did exactly. Like, you're being a you dick. You didn't. Like, but you like, didn't. Anyone that I've ever asked for help, like, because I, I haven't made shit. Like, I, I. No, yeah. But if I, when I ask of like a really successful person that I respect, they help me. Like, like and you hey, know what? Me... That just like shows their character and who they are as a person. And I'm like, you can go so much farther in life being a good human being, being humble. But like giving back as well, because the more you give back, the more you'll receive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's how I view it. And it's just like, yeah. No, I yeah. completely agree. I have a question for you. Okay, I'm ready. Do you how do you navigate God and bartending? Um, so so I have this really fucked up persona. Okay. <laughs> so God created wine. And Keep you going. can get drunk off of 
wine. It it's, says it in the Bible. It says it he in the turned, Bible. Okay. I mean, he he's not like, yeah, let's go party and let's go get messed up. But at the end of the day, you have to realize, like, a lot of God's disciples, like, are murderers. Yeah. They're, like, rapists. They're, like, all these horrible people that, like, in today's day and age would be in prison or, like, you know, back then would be, like, freaking hot. So you're talking like, about... Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, not well. And so it's just, like... All of, he like died for our sins, so I just like. So we, uh, sorry, I should no, have. Uh, 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 I don't know. Reiterated. Uh, yeah. Reiterated. Um, the Jesus God, the Bible God, because there are. Um, They're like different, like. Different perspectives of right. God, uh, but yeah. So yeah, like. So, so like, Bible I mean, God. yeah, like I serve alcohol. Like I don't any. I mean, I do, but I don't anymore. Sure. So I am. Um, I work for this one bar, but they're under renovation till yeah. like October. I don't even know. Do, like, can, it's just, can we name the bar? I guess so. It's called Cowgirls in Cuna. Um, oh, they're pretty under awesome. They're, they're fun. Oh. Yeah, they're oh, under yeah. renovation. Um, I actually love it I've because. I've never been there. So here's the thing, and this is so funny that you like we're talking about the subject is that the owner. Um, I don't even know if I can name him. I I don't know if you respect good. that, but um, he is such a good human being. Yeah. Um, he is like the strongest Christian I do uh-huh. know. Like Hell he. Yeah. He is actually like trying to create this whole theology class for one of the churches here in Boise. Oh, dope. Um, and he's like one of the strongest Christians I know. Like every single conversation I have, he always like incorporates like God and like scripture and like Jesus. Like, yeah. He's so proud of who he is and that's something I respect. And he treats his like employees and everybody in the industry kindly. Yeah. And like has like a certain set morale. And like that's something to respect because you don't really find that in the bar mm-hmm. industry. Yeah. Um, I mean there's money in it and like everybody has to make money sure. some type of way and some type of how. But like the way he runs it, like I respect automatically. Yeah. Um yeah, like we're serving drinks, you're serving alcohol. Um I don't think it's such a taboo in a sense to drink, um, but that's my own perspective. Yeah. But also, like when you're in the bar industry, like you're tip certified. Yeah. So when being ter- tip certified, there's like a lot of regulations to that. So it's like, for example, let's say I got you like completely messed up at my bar, like drunk as shit, and then you leave and you get in your car, and the police saw you leave the mm-hmm. place that we work at, and you drive away and you get a DUI they can come back to us and like hurt our liquor license, like, mm-hmm. you know, like charge us with that as well for over serving, stuff like that. So I think there's like a huge regulation with it. So whenever I see somebody like too messed up and I'm like, oh, you're ordering a drink, I'm very nice about it and it's the way you go about it too. It's like, oh no, like you want a vodka crayon? Here's a water instead. Yeah. And I look at them and I smile and I'm like, you're gonna thank me in the morning. Like I've been in your yeah, shoes, yeah. like you're a little too drunk. Chug this water, if you want this, I'll move. give it to you. It's just like showing that you care too. Has that um, happened with you guys, uh, or like with you personally, where you got like? Because um, I've always I have so many bar stories. So well, oh god, I'm nervous. I've been a bartender for at least ten years, right? Maybe twelve. Yeah. And I've always I've done tips certification so long, right? Uh, and they always say that like you can actually be held responsible. Beep. Beep 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 beep. Are you going back in? Is it recording? He break? I don't know. He's going in. It's good. Uh, we can take a break back whenever. No, 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 I'm good. Um, but when, uh, so I've I've done tip certification right. probably like I don't fifty know, times. Six so you times, have to renew it every right? three years. Yeah. So they always say that, and I have seen people get busted on um, like serving an underager. You know, like somebody who didn't have an ID. You know, you get the uh, right. whatever that cop is that like comes in and yeah. you know, tries to do the thing. Um, yeah. But I 
haven't heard any actual story of somebody over serving someone and then them getting either arrested or whatever and like them getting in actual trouble. Yeah. Have you have you I heard haven't that? like experienced that, but I feel like the bars that I did work for were very good about it. Yeah. because um, we are on everyone's ass. We do make sure that they do have like their tip certification That's and that fair. they're like applying that. I will say like the place that I did work for was very good about it and yeah. very professional about that and the training is pretty good. But I see um, like when you cuz I'm a dive bar guy yeah. and I'm like I see some sloshy ass and people they getting sore and it's because and I, people uh, want to make that tip. I'm like they, god damn dude yeah, how have you not getting in trouble yet? God damn. Wow. I bet it's hard to tell if it's like super busy. Well, honestly, like I, you can see in their eyes the way they order, the way like their demeanor is. And like you, I can like, I pay attention to them before I even serve them sure. and stuff. So I, I felt like I was pretty good at that. Um, but no, yeah, I've had, <laughs> yeah, I've been cut <laughs> off before. Like times. even as a bartender, I've been cut off. Like I've even when I was off. bartending, I was, I've, been blocked out serving people yeah. drinks and like so embarrassing <laughs> but Same. you know by the grace of god like my number was still on at the end of the night and i made stupid amounts of tips and like my poor count was so fine and you know love my job for loving me through that yes. one because yeah. that was rough <laughs> very rough i was going through some shit yeah i was going through some shit oh, and they yeah. still love me for it so we love that but um no i've dealt with like some people i've actually gotten in some fights at the place that I did work at yeah. for a long time. Uh, funny story. So, uh, <laughs> I think it was like, it was two summers ago. It's been a minute now. Um, so, me and my friend, uh, she worked with me. We went to um, a tailgate for like, you know, the Boise State games and stuff before work. Yeah. Got a little like drunk. And she is like waiting in line to go to the bathroom. And she's like knocking on the door. Didn't know if anybody was in there because it was a single person bathroom. Open, like, knocks on the door and, like, um, somebody yells, like, I'm in here, whatever. She opens the, the, the girl in there, opened the door, saw my friend, and it was, like, so the guy that she was dating at the time, that's her ex-boyfriend or whatever, so, like, she or automatically hated her, right? Pushed my friend, punched her in the face. What? Like, drama, drama, right? My friend, I'm not there at the moment. My friend runs and finds me because my friend's not a fighter, but I will fight for my friends no matter freaking what. Like, if you hurt my friend, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> not not a pretty girl thing to do, but I did it. Oh. Um, she, like, comes at me. Like, my friend comes at me, and she's like, dude, this girl just punched me in the face. I was like, there's no way. Like, I'm over here, like, a little tipsy. I'm like, let's go handle this situation. So I go up to the girl, and I'm like, dude, like, you just punched my friend in the face. She gets mad at me. She pushes me. She swings. I hit her, she falls to the ground, uh -huh. and then my boyfriend at the time has to step in, and like he's pushing me and this girl away. He pushed us at the same time. The girl falls on the ground, I just step back. Like, he didn't push us hard, he yeah. pushed us equally the same. These guys come up to my um, boyfriend at the time, and they're like, you hit a girl, like you do all this. And I'm like, that pissed me off, because I'm like, he doesn't hit girls. No. So I like, my boyfriend's like holding me back, and I push my boyfriend back, and this guy's in my boyfriend's face, and I just, deck him as hard as I can. He falls to the ground and then like just disappears. And I like have it on my Snapchat. Like oh, my no. boyfriend has like a <laughs> bloody nose, but then like my hand is all messed up from hitting that guy. No. Flash forward, okay. So uh, like the weekend later, we're bartending, me and my friend that had gotten hit in the face originally. And um, the guy that like tried to get in the fight with us, uh, he ordered a Corona from me. And I was like, yeah, like whatever you know, here's, here's your Corona. And we have a handheld. 
So he's like on the handheld and he sets it down. And the handheld that I was using was actually my friend's. Sure. So I grabbed the wrong one. She grabs that handheld because it's already sitting down. She grabs it. The guy gets mad, grabs it out of her hand and like starts cussing at her. So I see this happen. I'm pissed, right? I'm yeah. livid. I'm like, uh-uh, you do not treat my friend with disrespect after everything that just happened. Mm-hmm. So I go over there and I go, no. I grab the handheld out of his hand. I grab the Corona and I go, fuck you, get out of my bar. And he like, looks, girl. he like looks at me, like puts his hands up like he's gonna hit me. So now I'm even more pissed. I literally jump up as high as I can and I just hit him across the bar. <laughs> I just hit this guy across the bar. He falls to the ground and my security, the security uh, where I worked at is so good at their job. Yeah. And he ran, came, picked the guy up and dragged him out. Yeah. And like, it's just God like crazy damn. things like that. Like, I'm not afraid to hit you. Like if you're disrespecting my bartenders and being this way no. yeah, and like trying to hit me, you're going to hit a girl. Goodbye. Dude, I just, yourself. um, so that's that's nuts. Yeah, that's no, it's nice. <laughs> crazy story. Yeah, <laughs> there's even more crazy stories. I don't even know if I can say it on here though. Like, you can it's say not whatever bad. the fuck you want. <laughs> you only have to decide if you want it to be said. <laughs> yeah, I probably would get anxiety the next day. I'm like, oh, I said this one. Yeah. 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 We'll talk after. Yeah, we'll talk after. I'll tell those stories after. Dude, yeah. Uh, it's I was I just started a show in Cinda uh, Californication, and there's this. I don't know if you know the show. Um, it's on show. I've heard of it, never seen it though. Yeah. Uh, David Duchovny is a G, but there's this scene where there's these girls fighting. And they're like, you fuck my man. And they start getting in. Fair and, enough. <laughs> and some guy starts to try to like grab in and he pulls him back. And he's like, never get involved with a chick fight. Because if you push a girl, if something if some happens, say something. you're going to get, you're going to get fucked. Like, uh, uh right. lo- like, um, domestic violence. In a yeah, sense. exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, so do it. Like, like a, you like a assault or let something. Let them do it. Like, they're going to have to do it. You just look out. bad as a dude. Yeah, he's just like, but it was like kind of funny, but he's like, never get involved. Don't involved. get involved. Yeah. yeah no, 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 just let them do it. They, I know. They're going to do like, whatever they're going to do. But if you get involved and somehow your hand swings backward, whatever the fuck, it's You're gonna get drama. Yeah, no. no, I I will say like you know, I know how to defend myself. Um, and I and I used to get in fights. You know, like eighteen through twenty two. Um, used to get in fights all the time. And now that I've gotten older, I've realized like pretty girls don't fight. Like I'm not gonna fight anybody unless like my life depends on it. I've never fought. I've and never I'm not gonna like actively try and do that like i just don't think it's cute it's like such a trashy thing to do but like i have done it like 100 like i think it's hot personally i don't know it just depends on the situation and it's like you have to really push me to that part where i'm like okay let's let's go sis like let's go you know what i mean but like it it takes me to that point and it's so fun because it's like i'm like not the biggest girl and like i come off as like a huge belly girl and everything but it's like when you put me there like don't underestimate me because i got i got do a you punch. train do i train like uh do you actually do any sort of like formal training like uh um, muay thai slash uh i used to uh, do jujitsu for jiu-jitsu. a little bit oh. um i did jujitsu for a little bit i did kickboxing okay. when i was younger um my dad so is in the marine corps about, uh, my brother was like an all-time wrestler so i know like wrestling moves yeah. and stuff and then my brother always taught me like you're going to be in these situations, Mariah. Like, this is what you do yeah. if a girl pulls your hair. Like, this is what, like, my brothers have taught me. And, like, I'm so grateful for that because it has saved my life in many different occasions. No. But, like, I don't, like, I don't flaunt that or, like, I look for a fight. Like, that. I don't think that's attractive. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's good to be capable of defending yourself. But, you know, I am a pacifist mostly because I'm incapable of, you know, Defending yourself. Right. <laughs> right. But like, I'm I, like, and like, I'm really same. Small. You can just go ahead and then punch me in the face, just you know, not Dude, the old, do. Yeah, but like, and then I see like my friends that are about. like that too. I'll have a lot of friends that are like that. And I'm just like, okay, if I see them get hit though, I will step in in two seconds yeah. because I'm more of a type like, you can hit me all you want, but like, you touch my friend, game over. I got pushed oh. by this girl one time. Oh, makes me mad already. And then uh, we get in the car and I'm like, if Shanae was here, this never would happen. Yeah, like oh, you're yeah. over here like just living. <laughs> I, I think that the only reason that I've not gotten in a fight, not because I'm a pacifist, but I'm a pussy. And I back down <laughs> like so hard. I'm just like, I've, I've I'm, cause I'm a shit talker and me I will too. shit talk. But as soon as like an angry guy at a bar, like, uh, like one time this, uh, have you ever had a, when you're like backing into it, like you're driving, you're backing into a, something and somebody hits your car and it makes you yeah. think that you uh, um, wrecked into something. So yeah. like, bop, you know, yeah. like I did, we used to do it in high school, you know, like smack the side of the car. Yeah. And you're like, oh fuck, did I hit someone? Right. So I always thought that was funny. Like I did it in high school and then I did it at some like, uh, outside some bar one time and this big beefy dude gets out and is just like, what the fuck did you do that for? I was like, ooh. Sorry, and then, my but, bad. Like, but I, I always just like, I'm just like, dude, I'm so sorry. Can I buy you a drink? Like, I'm a pussy. Like, right. I don't want to get hit. I don't want you to hit me. Right. And I always like de-escalate really quick. That's good though. And like, yeah. so I've never been hit yet. I've never been hit in the yeah. face. And I've never hit anyone in the face. I've been hit in the face once at work, and wow. that was totally, I deserved it. One, I will own up to that shit. Just like straight into the nose? Yeah, like by this. a girl. And Oof. so I was bartending. This is so <laughs> embarrassing. This is so embarrassing. So I was bar... Go on. I, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I, was, I was bartending one time, and I was like, you know, dating the guy that I dated for like two years and stuff. We were like on and off and on our off part. Um, I had like been with this other guy that I've been friends with for a while and then I went back to my ex you know whatever those two yeah exactly those two show up and they're at my bar top at the same time they turn their heads notice each other start talking you know and they find out like what had happened I'm like I'm gonna kill myself like what the hell is going on like I'm like nervous you know and I'm bartending and I'm like like I have to be nice ever I'm like focus on them so they find out what goes on, they get pissed, and rightfully so, and rightfully freaking so. And they like throw a drink on me, but I get so mad, I get so furious, I walk around the bar, and I go to like my ex-boyfriend at the time, and I like try and grab his drink and like throw it on him yeah. and like throw it off, because I'm like, fuck you, you know? Well, the drink falls on this girl. <laughs> instead not him and I'm like oh shit didn't mean that you know she goes what the fuck and I'm like I'm sorry it wasn't for you but I'm still pissed at them still focused on them she walks up decks me right in the face and I like eat it like a champ I will say that I go and I'm like now I'm pissed I'm like I want to hit you now you know so I go like swing back to like hit her her boyfriend like ends up picking me up and like tossing me and I go and once he tossed me I think I'm so glad nobody saw this. 
I'm gonna run back behind that bar because I will get fired. Like that was 100% my fault. And it was, you were on the clock too, right? Yeah, I was on the clock, I was bartending, I'm over here causing issues. And I was just like, you know, like that was such a bad move on my part on all ends in every different perspective. Oh my God. So I just ran back behind that bar and nobody knew, security didn't see, bartenders didn't even notice, we were that busy. I got so blessed in that moment. It was like- So you never got in trouble I for never it. got in trouble, I didn't even think what? they know about it, so. Hell Sorry. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Not I don't work there anyway. Dude, but it's that's just like, dope. Yeah, no, that was like, I yeah, I was like, I got hit in the face. I was like, well deserved on that's... so many different levels. And I just ate it and I like, took it like a champ. Oh my yeah, no, God. Not worth it. That was like the only time I've ever been hit in the face. Like every time I've been in a fight, never been hit in the face. I'm... Knock on freaking wood. I, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, yeah. Oh, no, no you, one yeah. wants to get in the face. No, it doesn't well, sound, some people. It do, doesn't feel good. It's not. It's not a great feeling. Do you think it did? It ignite any adrenaline? Oh yeah, like, I was shaken because I was like, uh, I'm gonna go like huh. some ass. <laughs> yeah, she didn't even notice I was the bartender. That's the crazy thing. Like, well, they didn't okay. even know I worked there. <laughs> they didn't even know I worked. So fast. It was so fast, and I was like. You like you saved my life in a sense for picking me yeah. up for not hitting your girlfriend because then I would have been thrown out or like yeah. my boss would have came down. What the fuck? Valid, See, valid, valid. Like you are so in the right. So some of my friends that have been in fights told me they're like, dude, you need to be in a fight because you don't feel it when you it get gets hit, like though. yeah, you get it, you get you don't the adrenaline, it. all the stuff. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think I want to do it. But it's so nerve wracking. Like I can't understand that. But I, like, of course, I'm gonna get beat up. I'm like a skinny guy. Like, yeah. like whoever I end up getting with in a fight with eventually is gonna beat the shit out of me. And I don't want. There's that. always somebody bigger and stronger than you. That's like you have to understand that. So it's like, I don't really want to get. I've yeah. been beat up a couple times. But I'm not a <laughs> I mean, I've been. <laughs> I've been beat up a couple oh, times, God, but uh, he's in prison, so it's fine. Oh <laughs> uh, no. That was fun times, yeah. Dude, so. you're like, yeah, but I'm gonna get the last laugh. I'm gonna fuck your mom. Literally though, I'm gonna do something. <laughs> Too bad his, yeah, I'm gonna say, I almost said a dark joke, never mind. <laughs> I thought that, I thought mine was. was Damn, like, no, I had darker. Some, yeah, like, you can say it. <laughs> no, you don't have to. I was like, I'd fuck your dad, but he abandoned you, so I don't know. So, okay, so, uh, <laughs> you sound like Jazz. <laughs> I'm not even tired. So bad. Okay, my roommate, uh, she's <laughs> so gonna hate bad. me for this. She was like, <laughs> she was yelling at this girl, uh, this dude that she used to fuck. And she was like, get the fuck out. Keep walking, walk faster. And she walks outside, she's like, this is why your dad cheats on your mom. See, like when I'm mad, I go for the throat and like I know what will hurt your feelings. And that's no. like such a bad no. thing. But I think I learned that like in childhood because my brothers are so much older than me yeah. and they would like beat me up as any Siblings, other like yeah. sibling would. Mm -hmm. Like not like awful beat me up, right. but you know, no. manhandle me a little bit. Yeah, rough house. Yeah. And it's like, I could never defend myself. So I would just use words mm -hmm. and I would just hurt their feelings and they'd stop in their tracks and be like, yep. you're mean. I'm like, well, that's how we can hurt you. That's, what, that's <laughs> how I, I learned that. Was. And that's I can't I help it. Was. And it's like, I go for words more than like I can like be fists. so cutting. I can be so cutting. I will say cutting. something that hurts you and you'll think about it for the rest of your mm -hmm. life. Like, yeah, I will. I will. So awful. And I, I actually think that is more hurtful than a, like a punch in the it, face. Words hurt more than like, yeah. And like, and I never was able to defend myself this way. I was exactly. always skinny. I was always like weak. Exactly. But I like learned quick stuff and I learned like how to like poke at the, like poke, poke the at the things. Yeah. 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 No, I am so like, 
as you guys know, like, I'm a domestic violence survivor and stuff. And so, like, I've always thought about this. I'm like, I would much rather, and this sounds so shitty to even say, but I would much rather him <coughs> beat my ass than do the, like, emotional abuse that he did to yeah. me. Because I was just like, I'd rather, like, get hit because the pain goes away, whereas, like, the emotion stuff doesn't. Yeah. yeah that fucks with your head. It fucks with your head so much. Yeah. And you're, like, yeah. sitting on that forever. Yeah, that sucks, man. Yeah, um, no. I don't know how it's to. It's so crazy. I don't know how to get over that shit because, like, yeah, you can get over getting hit in the face. You but can't. You can't get over like someone poking at your own and like whether it's like your own your own insecurity or like whatever. Then own problems that you like had. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's so hard. But then you have one to is think. One situation and the other one. Exactly. Is just like I don't know. But like I, I, there's like these sayings where it's like hurt people hurt people or yes. like misery loves company yep. and like you have to remind yourself like. These people are so miserable that so they miserable. Want, don't want to be alone in their misery. So they're going to try and make you as miserable as they are. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're saying the things mm-hmm. they are. Or like people say like awful things because their own insecurities and it comes from that and they're hurt. Not because like it's actually true. Yeah. Even you though sometimes it ex- is true. But it's like. You excuses and you can understand something, but not wait and not to not hate it. But you don't have to accept it. And also heal people, heal people. Exactly. There's like That's so many true. different genres. Can I ask of it. you a question? This is very uh, to this topic of um, uh, abusive relationships. Is this something yeah. that I personally haven't figured out a way to understand? Okay. I listened to both of your podcasts. Okay. And I have even talked about it to myself and with other people. And I, uh, it's tricky. Question. But I, I don't understand why people stay. And I and so I would love for you to tell me because like uh, and I'm not saying that no I love this I love this question but I get so I'm just like dude fucking leave and and so there's so much obviously okay oh my god I'm so excited that you asked this question okay I might go go on a tangent for like one second let's go uh, do you want to do you want to pee break pee break and then we can go back yeah yeah hell yeah okay perfect I did want to talk to you about this yeah. Awesome, we're pee breaking. Pee breaking. So we were talking. What were we talking about? About um, the dude that was like abusive or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, what my question yeah. is yeah. is how like because I have never been abused, and then when I, when I hear about somebody that is abused because I know some people abused, I'm like get the fuck out, you know. And I was yeah. like, like I just didn't understand. So when I was listening to your podcast, I was like, dude, I feel so bad, but like. You feel bad for them. But, like, why do they stay? So I just want to, like, I would love to have you just share what happens. So there's um, this thing. It's called cycle of abuse. Mm -hmm. And you think, like, everybody knows about it, but there's not a lot of people that Mm -hmm. know about it. There's a lot of, like, in the cycle of abuse, and I talk about it in my, like, second podcast. If you want to watch it on Shipwrecked. Yeah. But anyways, um, so basically, like, when I first got into this relationship, and I didn't realize this was happening to me, and you don't realize it, it's love bombing and they love bomb you and they like do all these nice things for you and like when they do these things for you that you're not used to and they just like praise you in a sense you your body releases like serotonin levels and Mm -hmm. like different type of like chemicals in your body that naturally like produces right and then they become awful to you and you're like oh my god what did i do and like you love them because they were so kind to you and you're they're so sweet and like oh my god i did something wrong and so you're like you're missing those chemicals that your body naturally releases and those chemicals that are released it acts literally i read so much stuff on this 
it acts as a drug, like heroin mm -hmm. almost, because it's so addictive. And so you're like craving that sense. And they go back into that cycle where you're like wanting it back. And then they give it to you and you feel refresh, refreshed and you're like, okay, they give it back to me, like everything's good. And so you get stuck in that cycle. Mm -hmm. And it's because like, we were just talking about this, like we love so hard and like yeah. you want to give people like the benefit of the doubt and like they love you so much and you think that, but in reality, it's just the way they're like abusing you, you know? Yeah. So like you, your body craves that and they, you start craving them and craving what they had originally gave you. And so you become addicted to it. Like so you're a drug like a addict drug. to them. Yeah. They, they're your drug, literally in a sense. So it's like you accept it and you make excuses for them because they like love bomb you to where it's like they're awful, then they're good again, and then they're awful and they're good again. So it's like this whole cycle and that's how you get sucked in. And it's like me, like even like in the healthy relationship and it's so bad, like my last relationship, super healthy. Like he was not bad in any type of way. Ended it on like nice terms, like he wasn't awful. Sure, shout out to Bernard. Uh, yeah, to whoever you are. <laughs> I'm not gonna say your name. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, like he he was great. He was yeah. great, and I was I was super sad about it. And like I like still crave that energy that he had given me, but it's just like it wasn't in a toxic way. Yeah. And it's like you miss that, and you miss what you like you originally had. And so like in some sense, like you always will get that. But it's like they use that. The abusers use it to their advantage. Yeah. And they like take advantage of that, and that's how you can get stuck. But then also, like, in my circumstance, like, when he got arrested originally, there was no contact order. And then he had still contact with me and then made me feel guilty for everything that I had put him through, like, prison or, like, jail and stuff. And then, like, I still had, like, my belongings at his house. And, like, that was the only thing I ever owned. Like, it was, like, my bed, my furniture, uh, my dresser, like, half my clothes and my shoes. Like, that's the only thing I ever had. And he, like, held that hostage in a sense. Mm -hmm. So he's like, if you don't contact me, then, like, you're not getting you this. And you have to go through court to get okay. it. And I'm like, okay, so I played his little game. And then I ended up getting it, you know. But then, sure. like, I broke through it because I got to that point. Quick story. Sorry, I know we're on, like, no, a time crunch. Dude, you're good. Um, so, quick well, story. Well, no, if he knocks on the door. Okay, like, perfect. It's, it's just my taxi driver. No, you're <laughs> good. You're good. really great. Um... So I reached this point to where it's like, I knew he was being abusive and I knew what he was doing, but I still couldn't leave, right? Yeah. Like it got to the point where like, I moved to California and he came to California with a trailer and packed all oh, my stuff God. and was like, come back to me. And I'm like, okay, he loves me, you know? Meanwhile, big yeah, like, like Everybody you know, I ate it up. Love bomb. Exactly, it'll be love different. Bombs. Yeah, he love bomb. Bombing. He was love bombing me okay. in that moment. Um, and then like I would move out and be like, I'm done, I'm done. And I would move like, you know, a little bit away, still in Boise with him, but like we're at different places and he would show up at my spot when we're broken up and like cause a ruckus for my friends and I, and to where the point like it's putting my friends in danger. Yeah. So I like cared about my friends. So I'm like, I would leave, you know, and move back with him just so my friends are safe. So it's like you put in these shitty situations. Yeah. So it got to the point to where like he came home one day and he is just having a bad day and I knew it and I had dinner already ready for him because that's just like the girlfriend I am like no matter what and dinner was ready for him and he was just pissed and he goes get in the car we need to have a talk 
And I'm like, okay, like whatever, you know. I'm shaking at this point because I know like how this is gonna go, his demeanor, like I know how he is. I'm like, oh God, abuse is gonna come, you know, scared. Put my shoes on and we get in my car and I was driving a Camaro at the time and I'm like, I'm shaking. And he's screaming at me before we even get in the car. And like a tear falls down from my face, but I'm like trying to keep my like composure. And so I sit in and then like I sit in there and like he can see a tear fall as I'm like trying to be like serious. And he goes, you're always fucking crying. Like stop crying, you know, like screaming at me. I'm like, okay, like, sorry, you know, like I don't mean to be emotional. Like I just know like tension's coming. Mm -hmm. And I was like, where would you like to drive? And he was like, drive wherever, like screaming at me. Okay, so I'm driving around the neighborhood and he like tells me to pull over. So I pull over and he like, you know, two days later, he's going to go on this vacation to Canada with his um, stepdad and going to go on this huge fishing trip. Right. So we pull over and he just starts talking to me and he goes, I don't like you. You're a piece of shit. Like just degrading me on every single level. And he goes, I want nothing to do with you. You don't make me happy. I want to see other people. And I really think that you should move back to California because I'm going to still be here in Boise. And like, this isn't your town. This is my town. Like trying to own up to all this stuff. And I'm like crying and like, I'm like, okay. Like I'm just agreeing with him. I'm like, okay, like that's fine. Like, you know, whatever. And like at the time, um, like because I was going through so much abuse, like I had like, this is like very like, TMI almost but like I had like um been suicidal in those points where I was just like I can't handle the abuse anymore you know and he knew that and so he took that to his own advantage no and he goes Mariah and this is the where I noticed in my own like where I needed to leave he looks at me straight in the face and he goes Mariah this is what I want you to do, and I need you to promise me you're going to do it. And I go, anything, anything, you know, anything, whatever, what is it? He goes, when I go to Canada, I want you to kill yourself. What the fuck? Yeah, he goes, I want you to kill yourself, and I want to come home to you dead on the floor because nobody's going to miss you, and you out of my life is going to be the fuck best that. thing ever. Like, you know, and I'm like, who's this person and yeah. what is his address? Because we're going to buy the house. Some prison? Some prison in Twin Falls. Can I ask <laughs> you, is, was that the last time or did you? No, it, this was not the last time. Oh my God. See, that's what I don't understand. I'm like, what the fuck? So, so crazy. Piece of shit. Fuck, oh yeah, my like, no, see, like, everyone freaks out when I tell I know. Okay. Everyone freaks Sorry, out. Everyone freaks out. That's nuts. Yeah, no, what? it's crazy. So, <laughs> so, 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 that's fuck. We're all over here. Okay, so I like look at him like, and I'm like deeply in love with this man. Like I'm just uh. under this control, right? And I look at him and I go, okay, I'm gonna do it. You know, I'm, I say, okay, and I agree. And I just sit there and I'm silent. And then two minutes later, we're both silent. And then he just looks at me and starts bawling. And he goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I take it back. Like, you know, like, don't do that. Please like, don't do that. Like, he's like so apologetic. And he like starts crying and plays like the pity me card. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't believe you still love me after all of this stuff. Like, you know, you're such a good person. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. And like, he tries to make up with me and I'm like, I eat it up. I'm like, whatever. So we go back home and we like shower and go to bed. And I'm like laying there and I remember laying there and I'm thinking, wait, what the fuck? Why would I even agree to doing this? Like, fuck you. At the end of the day, like you always, like you're the only one that has your own back, right? Like my parents have always taught me that. Like you have to defend yourself. And I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, no, 
you know what, you, Mariah, you're not loving yourself the way you need to love yourself because no one else is going to love you like you love you. Mm -hmm. Other people have your back, but you're the only, you're the only one that matters. Exactly. At the end of the day, you're the only one. Like everyone, like, exactly. The only voice that matters, the only, like, if you respect yourself, it doesn't matter if anybody else does. Doesn't matter if you have exactly. Support, you can do it. You know exactly. So, like, you do have other people. Okay. Yeah, right. You do, and like, you don't realize that in the moment. Yeah. And I was like, I was laying there. Exactly. I was laying there, and I was like, you know what? This isn't right. Like, you actually need to leave him. And that's when I was actively like, I need to leave. Yeah. You know. And so, like, you know, there's a different story on how I did leave. You know, you can find them on my first podcast. But um. Yeah, so like I was like that was like a waking point. Yes. That was like a waking point for me and I would literally was like, okay, like I need to go. Like he doesn't love me. Like this is like actual abuse and like that was yeah. like the turning point for me. And so like I think to like answer your question, there's not a, always like a steady answer because there's so many different circumstances and like so many different things that play into it. And yeah. it's like there's a, I think there's a lot of good people out there and they want to love more than what they're receiving mm-hmm. and so they like want to love that person they know them on a deep level like you know them like personally more than like somebody else like you probably know him more than i know him right obviously right. but it's like so you're gonna love him more than i have that love you yeah. know and like people don't understand that and so it's like from the outside perspective you're like why don't you just leave like they they said yeah, this yeah. to you like just leave but it's like you don't have that love connection and understand what's That's really true. going on in the relationship so I think it's like very complicated and there's so many different aspects to it. So, so that's why people don't leave. Thank you. There's a lot. Thank I'm you. like, sorry. There's no, like, no, that was a no. long story. That is really perfect. Yeah. So to end this conversation, yeah. how do I find out more about this situation? Is it on a podcast that is um, called? So my first podcast <laughs> tells my story. Um, my second podcast talks about like why you don't leave. And like the cycle of abuse and, and like stuff like that is, and like where can I find it? Um, on Spotify and Apple Music. What's it called? Shipwrecked with two P's. So S H I P P wrecked. Hell yeah. Yeah. And you're gonna keep podcasting. I'm gonna keep podcasting when I get my podcast stuff set up. You're gonna. So I'm going to. Pinky promise. I pinky promise. I will you have help to kiss you. it though. And you have to I make it. Ha- wait, you have to. And then Sorry. make it heart. There you go. I, I actually don't know that, but uh, I will help. It, whatever you need, I will help you because I. No, it's I hard. That. Yeah, no, it's so hard. It's so Mariah. Hard. Ah! Mm! Good shit. Nobody's. <sighs>